Justin here. And Shad. And you're now listening to the IFNZ Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to visit our website at ifnzpodcast.com for upcoming episodes, new release news, and our social media feeds. Also, for information on upcoming live shows, current news, and general interaction with us, you can reach us on Twitter at IFNZ Podcast, my personal one at RandomHeroXIX, and me at Shad Schubert. Also, check out ShadSchubert.com for weekly blog posts, music, and upcoming show dates for the Can't Get Rights. Thanks for listening, and as always, enjoy the show. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe Fourth of July, maybe those rings will be just came out and your love will let them learn. If you feel it, you'll see, let's take a moment and listen to the IFNZ podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to IFNZ podcast episode 66. We, we did it. We did it. We executed order 66. We did a Wee. Halloween special. Yeah, it was great. I'm it's I'm right high. Off Happy of it November. Still. Happy November. You Dude, know what we are? It's almost fucking time for the second annual <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> no, I'm oh. second annual Black Friday spectacular. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I I I love You like being rogue out on there? I have a I'm a little, road guy. I, I love being on the road. A little bit of a, a cool announcement for that. Okay. Uh, I have a microphone that will actually plug in to the USB-C for my phone. Nice. Um, so even if I upgrade or whatever, I can still use this phone, cool. take it with us to record the audio and stuff. I've got a really good sound recorder on there now. And a uh, microphone, Jay's got a set of microphones that go for uh, to plug in for cell phones. Like on our, I mean, clip them on our lapel? It can be a lapel, or it could just be just a little small, like it's got like a little pop filter on it, just small And we can just kind of interview people with it too? Yeah. I think that this is going to be... Ten times better than last year. This is going to be the best Christmas ever. <laughs> I'm excited for this. And I I honestly say that if if this goes well, we may want to consider going out more often. More <laughs> like, than once a year. Like we don't ever go out ever. <laughs> we may I mean, want to see I mean, the that, outdoors. That's true for me. But I don't know. You seem like you go out on a lot of adventures. I mean, adventures. like together. Like to like... Just to do it. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to go anything special. Go anywhere special. Like it'd be fun to go maybe to a comic book store together yeah. and do that. And we could actually just like we always talk about like, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, we always talk about like interviewing people that we're friends with at the comic book shops and stuff and stuff like that. And uh, maybe that would be cool to actually just go to the yeah. comic book shop. And worst, like, hey, case, worst case you know scenario, the microphone sucks. We just unplug it and go. You just go phone. Let's yep. raw dog it. Yep, raw dog it. <laughs> hey, uh, what you got for me? I got a couple of things I thought were uh, were kind of neat, pretty neat. Uh, so how how on a scale of like one to ten, how would high? You, how would where would you rate your uh, willing and and wanting to uh, get a gaming PC? Um, it's pretty low considering I haven't played a game in a long time, but. And it amazes me how cheap PC games can be, which is exciting to me because money is always a decision that helps me make things. Why? What's up? So uh, soon, while you're uh, grocery shopping for your weekly groceries, if you ever go to Aldi, okay. do you yeah. go to Aldi for grocery shopping? Um, not typically, but I, I they are an interesting store that I visit. Well, sometimes. it got even more interesting because uh, Aldi is now about to sell a semi decent gaming PC. Really? In their uh, little middle section full of just random bullshit yeah, that they have. Absolutely. Uh, read this to you here. They've got Aldi is now selling a Medion desktop gaming computer for uh, the Euro account would be 949 huh. I think that roughly would end up being close to like 1000 bucks. Yeah, around a grand. Yeah. But 
we're saying it's a decent gaming PC. This system has an NVIDIA GeForce 2060 in it, which is like one of the better uh, NVIDIA cards that you video cards that you can get for it. Yeah. 16 gigs of RAM, uh, a one terabyte solid state drive in it, too. This thing is actually like a pretty fucking hefty beast for just being sold at a random grocery nice. store. And a grand's not bad for a gaming PC, right? No, no, not at all. I mean, like, uh, after everything was said and done with the combined uh, stuff that I had at the time, uh, mm-hmm. I think I probably put like 11 or 1200 okay. in my PC that I have everything in here now on. Um, I just thought it was kind of odd that they're that's wild. Well, they're dipping into gaming PC mon- or gaming PC setup and everything too. Um, the other thing was that. Uh, there's a, a, you know, you know, you'll TikToks. Yeah. 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 TikTok, the little short videos. Yep. And it usually has like music and shit like that. That'll yeah. go with it or whatever. There's like, a TikTok. Don't stop. Make it rap. BJ. Burn Not my that one. Up. Not that one. You know, I know how much you love Kesha. I do love Kesha. She put uh, out a new single. She did. It was good. It was okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a kid on TikTok last week went viral. Um, he was shown eating a tin patty. Waterburger mm-hmm. burger. Holy cow. And hopefully the image pops up. Uh, no, it looks like I could just watch the video. Watch That's real big. I'm not going to watch it on this. It's like it's a set, giant TikTok video. It's set for, uh, set for basically phone, but it's like if, if, I lined, if I laid my monitor the opposite direction and had both of them stacked on top of one another, it's the we'd world's be able to biggest watch phone. Uh, so yeah, 18 year old Blake Reynolds, he had, uh, Viral videos now amassed over 2.4 million views. Because he ate a damn hamburger. Yeah, it was a tin patty burger. I'm talking about these patties of this burger, the variety that he ordered, were about three-fourths of a pound. Wow. And he was a tin patty burger, and he ate it in less than 20 minutes. That's sad, because we'll probably see a TikTok video of him having a heart attack in the next couple months. That's totally fine, because he got 2.4 million views. But what did he really guess? 2.4 million views. I, I was hoping you'd say dollars and, at the and, end of it because that might be worth it. But Oh, no, no, no dollars. It, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is all about internet fame, and that translates to dollars these That's days. That's internet cash. But, I mean, 2.4 million on a TikTok video, is that really going to amount to a lot of money? He's going to have to keep this up. It depends. I mean, if that stuff goes over to, like, YouTube, then, yeah, I'm sure you could probably set up an account to monetize it, especially if enough people, like, subscribe to you and shit. But he's gonna. That's what I mean, though. Like he's gonna have to keep this up. Like he's gonna have to continue. Yeah, I'm, I mean, to food. Might, fooding might not be his repertoire. Maybe he'll go off of uh, actually just doing something like a uh, you know like comedy videos. Like, like hey guys, remember me? I ate a lot of burgers. Yeah, that, that could. Here's me. Since those videos, since those videos are so short, that would be like the perfect opener for him. That's true. Just to be like, hey guys, remember that time I ate ten burgers, and now I'm about to fucking jump this bike off this cliff. <laughs> There's a oh I can't even remember what it's called now I I flagged it though there's a, a new streaming service go freaking figure um, HBO Max no not HBO Max it actually has to do with uh, TikTok type things it's like a keyword oh uh, yeah though it's 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 like developed for millennials it's specifically it's like ten it's, minute like episodes yeah, it's or shit. specifically designated to be viewed on your phone I forgot what it's called too but I I did Quibi. read it. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Quibi, which like Disney's invested in, WB's mm-hmm. invested in. They got launches, original... launches sometime next year, I yeah. think. Yeah. But it's it's made by people that have done uh social media stuff before. Okay. Like other social media empire people. Like I think one of the dudes from Vine uh, uh is Jeffrey Katzenberg is the uh, is who's founding this. Uh-huh. Uh he's some Hollywood mogul according to this article. 
But uh, yeah, it's just like little snippets, and it's only meant to be viewed on like your phone. You're not yeah. gonna go on and watch this on your TV or anything That's like wild. that because it's meant to be watched. You know. Yeah, I think you can get it on like a on like a browser or something. But I don't think there's there's no intentions of having like a Roku app. I or think they even like said that. that they 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 might make it to where it's open ended for to be viewed on browser. But the the preferred thing, it's like, like formatted, it's, it's, it's for, formatted for your phone. It's yeah. designed for you to be watching it on your phone. It's got. I, they've got a. There's there's a whole list of shows they've already signed up for. Like Sam Raimi's got a a horror series on there called Fifty States of Fear. Cool. Um, there's a, a comedy called Action Scene with Kevin Hart in it. Um, a show called Beauty with Tasha Banks. It's a docu series. Show called Centerpiece. Christie's Court. Uh, Daily Essentials, Don't Look Deeper, Don't Look Deeper, uh, Elba versus Block, this is Idris Elba and Ken Block, um, Compete and the London Dock- Docklands, uh, Frat Boy Genius, Hashtag Freeway Sean, uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, the list goes on, Justin Timberlake's involved, uh, Steven Spielberg has a show on here, uh, it's wild, uh, April, 20, April 6, 2020 is the launch date. $5 a month uh, for limited advertising, $8 per month for ad-free uh, is what they're going to be doing on that. But yeah, it was just kind of, I was thinking about TikTok and you are talking about short videos and maybe think of that little piece there. Yeah, absolutely. Weird. Uh, let's go into food stuff. Let's, let's do some food news. What you got for me? I would love uh, for us to have, maybe we should work on a little, uh, little food news theme song. Food news That's theme song? Yeah. Food news! Just like a little... That... Bow, bow. You know what I'm talking about? Like Do it one more time. Food news? Yeah. Oh. Food news! Okay, I'll just cut it. That's done. We're, go. we're good. Right. <laughs> I can just isolate that. I'll put a lot of reverb on it so that it just kind of has an echo to it. And we've got what we need. It's done. Um, we, uh, we're done. Give me what I you got. Rapid fire a few a uh, few of these little goodies for you Yeah. that we got coming out. Uh, sweet cinnamon Kit Kat's going to be hitting the market really soon within the next couple months. I like sweet cinnamon. This is a good a good thing because yeah. everybody talks cinnamon. It's like red hot and it's stupid. So that's what I'm thinking. Like sweet cinnamon mixed with a wafer of a Kit Kat. Mm. I think that's going to be good. Dip but I'm not sure. Like coffee or a hot chocolate. I'm wondering if the chocolate is, in the outside is going to be different. Yeah, that's true. I want to know because I I feel like how what what's a snack what's what's a snack yeah that's what I'm thinking like Mm. would that would probably go better than like a milk chocolate mixed with cinnamon because I don't know how many how many cinnamon milk chocolate mixed things are there not that a lot that I can think of but uh, I'm not sure if it pairs well like a white chocolate with a heavy sweet cinnamon to it like it Mm -hmm. almost is like a cinnamon roll it could be like a sweet cinnamon yeah like cinnamon roll like it almost has like gives it with the white chocolate would give it like a little bit of like a buttery flavor to Mm -hmm. it almost in a way I hate white chocolate but I'm down for this idea. Yeah. Um, Ego Bites confetti flavor is now available at Walmart. And this is going like hard with it because I've seen now there's confetti uh, Ego Bites. There's like those the birthday cake little mini donuts. Yep. There's birthday cake mini donuts. Now, uh, I think Hungry Jack, the people that make pancakes, right? Yeah. Hungry Jack. Mm-hmm. They have a confetti Hungry Jack pancake mix that you can oh, buy, like a box mix. Nice. Um, Pancakes so are turning like, into not a breakfast food. They're like a dessert now. It's like everything. It's just it's going to taste like a cupcake, basically. Yeah, absolutely. They're just like a flat cupcake. Um, yeah, because they're, they're even like Dr. Pepper, it's kind of the same flavor, uh, is reportedly making a birthday cake flavored soda. That will be weird. Uh, in that would birthday you... cake flavored soda, as in like it's just going to taste like a carbonated birthday cake I thing, so. or is it going to be mixed with Dr Pepper? Well, that's what I was wondering because, like in my head, birthday cake is more of a like a clear, like a Sprite or a Mountain Dew, yeah, kind of uh, soda would be a better kind yeah. of delivery service for mm-hmm. a for a birthday cake, yeah. 
Um, that so, flavoring mixed in like a like a sparkling water, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Whereas like a, a, I would see more of a chocolate cake with a Dr Pepper because they're darker. They kind of like birthday yeah. cakes synonymous with like a vanilla uh, kind of a cake with some speckles in it. Um, so I, don't yeah, know. I, don't know. I feel like any soda industry is willing to mix whatever the fuck they want to into any anything. Now. They're all over it. Like they're I would have never it. thought, honestly, to me anyway. And I know it's a huge hit. The peach coke. Funny like, you should mention that. Like Mountain, the Georgia yeah. peach coke or whatever. Mountain Dew's working on a peach flavored Mountain Dew now. Yeah, see, I don't uh, know. That's weird to me. And uh, there's a new pineapple flavored Mountain Dew that's just been released. Pineapple flavored Mountain Dew sounds fucking phenomenal because <laughs> there was a pineapple flavored monster, the yellow monster that has now since been gone. Is it gone? And it was my favorite. I loved that monster. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was like a go-to for me anytime I would pick up a monster. Yeah. And now there is a pineapple flavored like slush thing that they have that's at Taco Bell. Yeah, like the KFC Taco Bells. It's it's at Taco Bell. Taco oh, Bell it's just too, a Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. Okay, uh, I mean it's it's. Yeah, oh, I don't know. If it's there. There's a there's a new exclusive at the KFCs. So if you KFC Taco okay. Bell it, it's it's kind of orangey too. But I don't know what the flavor is. But you're yeah. there's like this a, one's actually like a pineapple one. It was a signature drink like last month, and then they put it on the menu. Kind of like when they do like the, the Skittle Icy's and stuff. Skittle yeah, kind of like that. But this like one was like strictly pineapple flavored. It's like the best fucking slush I've ever nice. had in my life. It's so good. And awesome. it's still there, so anybody wants to go snag that I can't snag do any of that, that stuff. I gotta, I gotta wait for like a sugar-free version because that all that sugar just. I know I just took down like a half right a sleeve of Oreos, but like <laughs> those, uh, the sugar in those drinks just like knocks me out. I hate it. It just gives me like real goopy throat and whatnot. Yeah. But like they've got a, a sugar-free Baja Blast now, and it's love it. It's great. Uh, there's uh, something I'm excited for uh, to try: new pretzel pop tarts that are going to be releasing this December. What? It's a Pop-Tart plus Auntie Anne, the famous uh, pretzel company. Yeah. Uh, mashup. It's going to have a cinnamon sugar inside Word. with it. But a Pop-Tart that flavored like with a pretzel, pretzel. a little bit of saltiness to the top of it, and then it has that cinnamon sugar in the middle. Sounds mm-hmm. like popping that in the in the toaster or whatever. I almost said microwave. I'd try half of one with you. We could uh, toast it together. An ant on me. We could... On, on my neck. An Auntie Anne? And not, not the Auntie Anne. <laughs> we could uh, break it in half and then toast it. We can we can uh, touch our Pop-Tarts together. And then also kind of touching base with the Pop-Tarts, yeah. uh, limited edition Fruit Loops flavored Pop-Tarts releasing early 2020. Holy cow. Calling like January or February. Dang. Yeah. I saw the box art and I was just like, oh... That's the two cans of rebranding. It's like he's molding together, Whoa, like molting, that. molting together. Like a bird. You have a couple that you want to toss my way? Uh, yeah. Uh, so we've got. Um, oh, so Hardee's is letting fans come up with a new uh, breakfast sandwich for their. So, and this is a thing that'll come up later on in the news as well. Okay. Um, where we're kind of like crowd, uh, not crowdsourcing, but like getting uh, info from the fans right now. And uh, and saying, hey, what do you guys want? Which is either A, genius marketing, or B, lazy marketing. Because they're like, we don't know what you guys want, so we'll just have somebody else do it. Um, but yeah, so they're essentially letting everybody uh, do a little thing. It says, at Hardee's, we know a great idea can come from anywhere. Just like our new Southwest Omelette Biscuit. Nudge, nudge, check that out. Uh, created by one of our own employees. Now we're calling on our fans to create a the next made-from-scratch biscuit for a chance to win $1,000 worth of free Hardee's sausage biscuits. Wow. That's a lot of sausage biscuits. That is a lot of sausage Because they biscuits. sell those bitches for like a buck fifty. Um, that's a lot. But yeah, so uh, it's interesting that they're kind of doing a, a fan. 
I like the crowdsourcing things whenever they do that with because there was a. Okay, what do you guys? Think? Well, I mean, they do that a lot on Twitter nowadays with a lot of different things That's too. True. Yeah. Whether they have initial plans to bring things back or not, like uh, I think there was a period of time whenever Wendy's was about to bring back the spicy nuggets, and they took to like online Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and they were just generating polls for a while oh, before yeah. they even brought it back just to see like. Hey, did you guys really like this enough for us to even bring it back? And everybody was like, oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. There's no reason not to. That's funny. Um, and then Popeye's chicken sandwich is finally returning. It feels like it's been like a month since people freaked out that they ran out of chicken. Um, they ran out of chicken? They ran out of like the chicken sandwich chicken. The, the fat chickens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the fat chickens were no longer there. They only yeah. had the skinny ones where they could cut off like the chicken strips and shit. Um, so here's my thing. Like whenever they had the chicken strips or the smaller ones that were left, if you order like a standard chicken sandwich that mm-hmm. wasn't this deluxe one or whatever, why couldn't they just stack a couple of them on top of one? Oh, or bring your own bun, I think was somebody even said. It was like... If it's a bun problem, I'll just bring my own bun. Yeah. <laughs> just slop uh, the rest of it together. Here's a brioche I just got from the deli down the road. We good. Uh, and so in in the midst of all this, if you remember right, when, when Popeye's first came out with this chicken sandwich, this new one where they were like, Love check this out. Chicken Popeye. They were essentially, they were trying to pick a fight with Chick-fil-A a little bit. They were like, oh, yeah. ours is better. Look at ours. Everybody else hopped in on the bread. And they were like, yeah. And that's why they ran out of chicken. So that's why all that happened. So as they return... They are doing some brilliant advertising in this and continuing to poke fun at Chick-fil-A and uh, roll up the feathers, if you will, uh, as in like this. <laughs> Ruffle the feathers. <laughs> Ruffle there. Yeah. Uh, like this sign that says Chick-fil-A closed on Sunday. Popeye's open Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they are actually when they release this chicken sandwich, I believe it's like the second week of November. It's going to be on a Sunday. Uh, it's even here on this advertisement for this website. Whenever I was pulling up this article here, uh-huh. it's right here. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> but yeah, they are. Uh, they're really poking uh, a little bit at the beast uh, because Chick Fil A is very uh, openly anti LGBTQ and is you know they're they're a very religious organization. Yeah, we've talked um, about that before. And there's I mean, nothing wrong with like, being uh, religious. Hobby Lobby is the same way too. Exactly. Makes you wish that like we had a Michaels or something close but, by. But it's their it's their uh, outwardness to be anti-gay that is very uh, frustrating and disappointing. Um, and so I'm pro-gay. You are pro-gay. I'm pro-gay I'm as well. So gay. I'm so pro-gay. Uh, I got. I'm go pro-gay. Like I got Damn. a camera and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just love uh, Popeye's uh, just tactics at marketing are just spot on. They're real funny, and, and that's what marketing should be. It should. Uh, generate a conversation, b wonderment into your product, and c give you a little giggle. Yeah, and this is a good giggle. <laughs> hey, that sounds that like was, that, was that was my good giggle. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Uh, well, it's it's going to be since past, but let's go ahead and bring it up because okay. it's been in the news a lot lately. After it came out, Burger King announced the Ghost Whopper, which was their Halloween centric whopper that they were going to do this year last year they in the past few years they had that like black whopper you know what i'm talking about oh, like yeah, the monster black whopper bun black bun they yeah. had one that was like green one year too um this year the ghost whopper the bopper uh bun itself is white replaced with a uh the bun itself is a completely cheddar flavored infused bun Ooh. um other than that it's basically a standard whopper but for whatever reason because they said it's a cheddar infused bun uh, they decided to up the ante of the price for this standard uh, Whopper to the Ghost Whopper, which made it four fifty nine. What's the regular price? 
I think it's like three and some change, or oh, something. Okay. Like another dollar and some so change up above. Is there because they said that the, the but that's the thing. Like what's kind of been going off about it is everybody that's been trying it says like you can't even taste the cheddar in the bun. It just tastes like a bun. But hold on, can you taste the actual slice of cheese when it's on there either? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because I run into that problem at like Subway. Like I get cheese on that uh, sandwich, but I can't taste that shit half the time. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you do. Like whenever I go to whenever I go to Subway, yeah. Subway? I'm going to take you on a little trip. Take me down. What do you order at Subway? When I go to Subway, I get the rotisserie chicken. That's a a good choice. Rotisserie chicken is fucking delicious. By far, hands down, the best meat option you can get at Subway. It is a a premium, delicious cut of uh, pulled uh, rotisserie chicken that's on there. Um, I usually get it with uh, with the shredded cheese on it. Okay, and uh, that's a usually tell them both types type, types of shredded cheese. Oh, so you get the shredded get the cheddar, like the marrow, and mm-hmm. then then you get the mozz that's on there. Nice. With it too, give you a little bit of that stretchiness to it. Um, get a little bit of spinach on it. Get a little bit of. Sometimes I go like just a little light mayo. Sometimes I'm a little saucy. Sometimes I want some sweet onion chicken teriyaki sauce on there. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I get both of those types of cheddar, and with that mixed with that delicious rotisserie chicken, melts in your mouth. Not in your hands. You can taste the cheese. Yes, you can definitely taste the cheese. That's where we go on our next road trip. We just take a trip to Subway. Go to Subway? Yeah, we just interview the Subway girls. Do a dinner time. Or boys. Or boys. Yeah, whoever's working behind there. It yeah. seems like it's usually female, which is kind of mm-hmm. different. They could be They could be trans. They could be LGBTQIA+. Plus. That's right. Is that it? Uh, I didn't know the L- IA part yeah, of it. I've I heard a. the A+. Plus. Yeah, I think it's as an IA now. Uh, I'm an A-plus student, so I know those Regardless. things. Ghost Whopper. Ghost Whopper. So it's just that the the cheese is a ghost. Um, is, I, see, is I mean, there's there's actually still a cheese on the bun, and the cheese is spread. There's cheese on the bun. Yeah, I think it's it's up here with the schmear. Oh, that's like maybe. a cheese juice. I don't think it's a juice. I think there's that actually sounds way worse. yeah, it's like it's a good. cheese spread. Regardless, it's not it's not good, and I don't <laughs> think it's going to be making a return. Okay, um, gotcha. And then we we kind of briefly talked about it a little bit last. Uh, Last episode, whenever you brought up the uh, the Oreos that you had there, yeah. Uh, so Oreos are back in fashion. Everything is all Christmasified, and it's not even Halloween yet. Um, I want to. Oh, well, it is we now. Christmas, guess, yeah, but... so well, it's already passed now. But Christmas tree cakes have been out since uh, this week before week That's before crazy. Halloween even. That's Christmas absurd. tree cakes, Christmas jo- gingerbread soft cookies are uh, available. Peppermint bark Oreos are out. The standard red Christmas Oreos and tons of different varieties and stuff that. on there. And we did consume that. The white fudge covered Oreos that are uh, kind of come out in tandem with uh, mm-hmm. Christmas. And now fudge covered Ritz. Those sound amazing to me. I love Ritz crackers. You like a lot the, of sweet and salty. Well, I do. I love sweet and salty, but I love the butteriness of a, of a Ritz cracker. I love a Ritz cracker for sure. But I just having that chocolate added onto it, it's almost kind of like having like a like a buttery pretzel, you know, like a chocolate covered pretzel type of a thing. And it just sounds really good to me. I don't know. I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. You'll let me do it? Yeah, absolutely. You you will? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Um, what else you got for me? Um, well, I got a, a little bit of local news. Um, it's kind of uh, you drink things, you you food things. It's all kind of falls into the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So St. Louis is actually uh, opening a bar that uh, where you don't pay by the drink. You actually pay by the hour to attend the bar. Yeah, I've been hearing about you this. You have heard yep. about this? Um, so They uh, did this in uh, in, I think... LA maybe? Oh really? I okay. think there's a couple of bars that do this. So this there. isn't the first place to do it. It's no, just it's the first, first to us locally. Though, local, yeah. So essentially they've got a you you get a I think there's a minimum drink. Uh, but you're you're just paying for a time limit. If you you put down 20 bucks um, I think if you're if I remember right if you're drinking top shelf liquor then you pay a little bit more of a premium. Uh, so you kind of tell them up at up at the the front at the door. 
Uh, but from what I saw of the pricing, it was pretty reasonable. Um, I'm not a big drinker um, at all, so Me it's either. not really something that I would be into. But I thought it was just interesting the the concept of being able to uh, do that on a <laughs> I just went blank uh, to be able to to drink on an hourly basis um, mm-hmm. and you can just slam them and just get uh, D O F yeah that's that's the other thing too that's it's uh, D A F so what are we what are we doing for the people that like would do that um, you know what I mean like I mean, they're, they're there they're like I'm gonna drink twelve whiskey like and cokes you and can only get one at a time. So like you can't, no, no, I mean, you within can't one at a time. Up, but you just like you slam them. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess you do it. Fucking probably blast every, it within an hour. Probably for every person who does that, there's 20 people who drink two beers and they're like Bud Lights. Yeah, I'm sure that there's a good cost like, differentiation. The balance right. probably it probably balances yeah. out. I would imagine. And if you're bra- if you're drinking the cheap shit, you probably don't down them as easily because they don't go. It doesn't go down as smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't drink hard liquor at all because it all gives me heartburn. Uh, so I just don't get involved with it yeah. anymore. Um, I did. Uh, I recently purchased some uh, non-alcoholic beer. Oh yeah, and uh, and drank that. I, I listened to um, uh, the the Joe Rogan Experience. Yes, and he uh, one of his sponsors is Odul's Zero Zero, which is their uh, not Odul's uh, Heineken Zero Zero. Sorry, okay. um, and it's it's one of their uh, their non-alcoholic beer, and I got some, and it was pretty good actually. I've enjoyed it. And uh, I don't like to get drunk. I, I just like the taste of beer. So yeah, that's helpful. Which I don't, and yeah. I don't like to get drunk either. So you would just I, not, whenever I usually drink, like, I'll, I'll get something water, that's please. like no. I mean, if I do drink, it's usually something like like a Jack and Coke or something that has like whiskey involved or a mixed drink. Yeah. You know, like maybe even something like a Fufu Girly drink, mm-hmm. like margaritas or something like that are fucking delicious. Uh, Long Island iced teas, stuff like that. That's yeah. usually what I go for. I don't really like the taste of beer that much, unless it's oh, something that's... that's unique. Yeah, like a, just a regular like, oh, give me a Bud Light any old day. Like I can't stand it. It Tastes <laughs> like fucking piss to me. It's just gross. And I do know what piss tastes like. <laughs> I was going to say you taste the piss, eh? I do. Um, and uh, they've got those like seltzer, uh, seltzer water alcoholic drinks now. Yeah, I'd the, like to try those. What's the uh, what's the big one? I don't White know. Claw. That's yeah, it. yeah, White, White Claw. Claw. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's another one that just White came Claw. out not too long ago too, but it it sounds interesting. Well, I know that uh, I know a couple people from UGC and stuff that have uh, that really like that a lot. We'll get, we'll get twisted on uh, on, some White, on Claw some White Claw for one of our shows. Sure, I mean, and we've never got we've never had a drunk podcast. No, drunk no. tank, drunk tank podcast. Uh, I'll let you read this one. New Coca-Cola Tic Tacs will be out and available early 2020. Yeah, that sounds weird. A Coke-flavored Tic Tac? Haven't they done this before, like with soda flavors? So. I feel like there's I feel like, like a there, Dr. Paper. I know, I know that there's a Dr. Paper. <laughs> I know that there are ones that are like, quote-unquote, like crush-flavored. Crush, yeah, that's Like one. grape crush and yeah. stuff. But I mean, it's a grape it's and just orange. Fruit. It's, it's just fruit, fruit. yeah. But I've never had one that's like, hey, this tastes like a Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's kind of weird to me, but... um. Hell, the only other two that I had left was the Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch is here now. It's in limited quantities for the holidays. You, they're available at Target and Walmart. And uh, starting October 21st, which is already passed by now, but Lay's has a grilled cheese and tomato soup flavored chip that Ooh, is out and available everywhere. I would try that. I would, too. It sounds amazing. I'm not a big tomato soup fan, but I, I would definitely uh, Grilled cheese and shot. tomato soup is like my fucking jam. I yeah. love that together. Love it. I used to not, I could not stand uh, tomato soup for anything, but yeah. then I just... Gave it a good try probably like three or four years ago, and I was just like, holy shit, these two things together are amazing. <laughs> Have you heard of banana ketchup before? 
banana ketchup? No. Yeah. This is a thing. Uh, I read an article. It's actually about the woman who invented banana ketchup. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a something from the Philippines, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. A Filipino. I will get there uh, very quickly. Um, yeah, Filipino. Um, uh, but this woman uh, invented uh, this banana ketchup, and essentially what it consists of is fermented bananas, banana peel vinegar, banana blossoms, tomatoes, and spices. Yeah. And uh, they use it in a lot of uh, traditional Filipino food, and it just really makes me want to like go to a Filipino restaurant and like gnaw down on it some pork like with a banana primary, ketchup. It's a primary topping mixed in with a Filipino spaghetti. You know what also is in Filipino spaghetti? Spaghetti. Hot dogs. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. They it's have a, a lot of hot dogs food, they, like yeah. food in the Philippines. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like hot dogs, bananas, banana ketchup, and noodles uh, is what... It really just seems like a grab bag of just fucking like, <laughs> hey, what's in the pantry? Yes. You got you got banana ketchup. We got banana ketchup. Okay, we got some noodles, and well, all we got left in meat wise is hot dogs. Okay, well, let's just let's make it work. So I had no idea that this existed, but I'm super excited to. Uh, I hope I get to try this out sometime. It says it's available at Walmart even. Oh really? Yeah, Walmart carries it. Well, there's the this is the banana. It's sauce. called banana sauce. Yep. Okay, Jufran Jufran's well, maybe banana we'll, sauce. I bet there's some at like the all. international grocery, for yeah. sure, or at Walmart. Yeah, but that <laughs> if it's on their website, that doesn't necessarily mean it's at like a Walmart. They're not necessarily our Walmart. Because they do like I mean, yeah. Amazon type shit on, on Walmart now where like yeah. you order it in. I don't want to ship it in. Water, wanna... sugar, banana, modified starch, cornstarch, vinegar, salt, onion, chili, garlic, sodium benzite. If I get banana ketchup, will you try some with me? Yeah, what would be good to try it on? Like what's a what's a, a hot good dog is what it sounds like raw cold hot dogs. I'm just I'm you know what I mean. It's just in general like what's a. I mean what, they what would clearly think it's great with hot dogs. No oh, yeah I'm, I'm, and we could try it on. Hot dogs. I was thinking that it looked like a kind of sauce that would be really good on like a pulled pork. You think? Yeah. Like not a barbecue. Like you use it almost like a barbecue. Banana ketchup. What to eat with? There you go. That's okay. like the, literally the next thing. Let's look at what this. do you eat? What do you use banana ketchup for? Filipino has to use condiment to use many sort of omelets? dishes. Omelets, hot, hot dogs. dogs, hamburgers, fries. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. So how about this? We'll get some. Uh, we'll do uh, like a couple things. Like I, will you get some? You get mm-hmm. the sauce or something, yeah. and I'll provide. I'll grill us up a couple of dogs. Okay. And then maybe like bake us some fries or something like that, okay. or like pick up some fries from like McDonald's or something. And just for use sure. it as some dip and see what it sounds. Okay. Let's see what it tastes like. Yeah. There you go. Look. Charcoal grilled pork barbecue, like a pulled pork. That's yeah. A, you got or chicken skewers, that's fried what I chicken. Had in my head. Fried chicken would be weird with it, I think. Yeah, I don't really like. I don't sauce like. I don't. Fried chicken. I, well, I mean, not necessarily sauce. Like I, hot sauce and stuff like that, and barbecue on chicken, like fried chicken, seems okay. But thinking of something along the lines of like a uh, like putting ketchup, basically. I know it's banana ketchup. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't think about eating ketchup, ketchup with, with my chicken. chicken. I remember doing that a lot as a kid, though. Yes, and I do too. But, but now I realize, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Everything had ketchup on it, so now <laughs> I realize that it's probably not the best idea. That's funny. Want to do some yeah. trailer talk? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a, a a noise bite for trailer talk that I can also bastardize and take? Um, you do trailer talk. Here we go. Trailer talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I think I can get that. Uh, right. Do you want to do another like real clean one? Um. Like the same tone same of voice, thing, just like I'm gonna be real silent, and you be silent all the way up until okay, it. here we go. Trailer talk. Okay. Cool. <laughs>
Awesome. I had to add that part. It seemed like it should go with it. Good deal. Sorry okay. you guys have to go through this, but yeah. it'll be good for everyone in the future. One one would think. <laughs> it'll it'll no promises. It, there'll be a great payoff of I've got two trailers left. All right. In my bank. I've got a bunch. Good. Um and by a bunch I mean like six. Okay. That's so, I mean, you probably have the same two I have. Half a dozen. Half a dozen? Yeah. Well, let's kick it off. That's like a half of a baker's dozen Where too, do you maybe go? even. Lowest, best or worst first, and not worst, but like we lead it, uh, we build it up to the best. Yeah, let's just start with uh, let's start with Captain Obvious one, Star Wars Star Episode Nine, Wars, the Rise episode of Nine, Rise episode of nine. Skywalker, and he's here. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's uh, let's give it a little trailer breakdown of this, All if right. we will. So if I remember, he serves me correct. We automatically start off what looks like maybe on either Yavin Four or Indoor. Yeah, some sort of green planet. Yeah, so you see like the drop of like the old school uh, rebel helmet on the ground, mm-hmm. and she's training with the same like thing that Luke was training with, yes. like the the blaster thing that shoots and you have to reflect them. Mm-hmm. Um, jumping across the canyon. So she's training. I am imagining in this moment there is a force ghost <laughs> chilling out with her moment. of Luke. Of Luke. Like, you don't see it, and they intentionally aren't going to show you Luke. I'm just in the news a lot lately, like, too. But not not the Luke thing of it, but they were saying, like, more speculation. More and more has been coming around that Anakin might be in there. Like, and actually, it might be Hayden Christensen. Anakin. Really? Yeah. I don't think you'll be in there. You don't think so? No. I'm going to go on record right okay. now. I will give you $5 bills. I mean, you don't have to, but, I mean, if you want to, that's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, uh, I definitely think that Luke is in this moment. And we're just not seeing it. I mean, he's. I think is that the that point in time whenever he's like basically talking over it the whole time, right? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember where his voice is necessarily. Um, is this the same planet that she is embracing Leia on? You think? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because it's all green. It's. It very... seemed, I mean, there was a fan theory too. I'm going to play the trailer. Yeah. Um, in the background, That's so we can kind of talk about it too. Um, but there's a theory at one point in time that. Since we do know now definitively, and then we have always known, but not like as much as we do now, uh-huh. that Leia is extremely force sensitive, force yeah. sensitive enough to keep herself alive in the in the cold of space, yeah, and then make and herself float. float over to the ship, yeah. That maybe she also has some training that she can offer her as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe in tandem with Luke's There's force ghost or something yeah. like that. So she's kind of helping her learn and everything like that with it too yeah. so i'm not really sure if that that, that was another fan theory but yeah i, I think it, it seems very feasible i mean it looks like the exact same plan yeah, and then honestly. she switches to be jumping in but it looks like probably in the middle of um maybe a star destroyer probably yeah maybe. it looks like it's in that maybe like the ocean planet where yeah. she's about to fight kylo yeah. like she's le- it's leading up to her getting to that point where maybe she's about to fight him it's or a, something it's a, a sequence a travel mm-hmm. sequence yes. per se you get to see the sequence of you see Finn looking through the weird binoculars that has four eyes for his two eyes, <laughs> um, and then a little shot of Ray running across. Uh, here we got the uh, well, all like the she's rebels. In New Zealand. Yeah, she feels New Zealand. Yeah, totally. no, don't edit. <laughs> uh, uh, all of the rebels converging and listening to what I'm assuming General uh, Calrissian is saying because is he he's general? A, I, I would assume so. You're, I mean, you're, you're calling I, him general. I feel like he's probably was a general in Return of the Jedi. You're calling him scumbag Calrissian. Like, no, he's a nice guy. He, where's see, he been? Uh, who been knows? All these years. Who knows? There's Oscar Isaacs. You can see him there. Yeah. See C-3PO over here. Yeah. All everybody's all gathered around. Whole family's there. He's saying, like, let's um, listen to what Daddy Calvary says. Go Pex. The next part here. Everybody's kind of going up. You get to see Rose for yeah, two seconds. Yeah, we finally get to see Rose. After She's been very quiet. And we also see uh, Donovan or what's his yeah, name? Yeah, Dominic McConaughey's Dominic character's McConaughey. back there alongside Billy Lord. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't even notice. It looks like they're yelling at her, like maybe Rose got Don't pissed go. at something. And yeah, and she's about like, to take off. I feel like that'll be something they'll try to do to like implement her as like a more pivotal character at that point in time. Not that she's not now, but I hope so. Even more so, you know what I mean? Like she'll be the person like old school Han, get pissed and leave. And then, come and then back. all of a sudden come back right at the last second yeah. and go, Whoa, you got a clear shot, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yeah. that she'll do that, but you know, I'm just saying that kind of a thing. Get to see old uh, Oscar Isaacs and John Boyega and, and Chewbacca mm-hmm. all together. Uh, Let's see what we got. What ship is this? Do you know uh, what that is? I cannot remember. If someone told someone me, someone said that in it's it, the Imperial, it's uh, Leia's uh, ship. That's is it Leia's. not? Okay, so that's like the Organa ship. Like that's from Alderaan. I, the very begin, like the very first, yeah. like when we see that's like because it's like an or that that ship is from Alderaan that you see I in think the first so. part. Yeah, I um, think that's what that is. I might be wrong. So you see that somebody said that there's a ship, like a definitive ship that you can clearly see at this trailer at some point in time in the lineup. That is one of the main ships the from ghost. Rebels or yeah. something. I've yeah. heard that the ghost is in yeah. there, but I've also heard that the ghost was in other shots. Um, Dude, uh, this ocean planet, like the the way it looks, is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, that's that's and none that, of it's that, real. Me, I know, but that's what I'm saying that's like, how cool but like it is. that's the coolest thing though too, because to me, and that's what everybody will say. Like everybody is such a split decision about the Last Jedi. I still thought it was a great movie. I personally love the split decision at IHOP. Yes. It gives you a lot of options um, <laughs> while it's... still fulfilling all of your needs. <laughs> but everybody's kind of always rags on it and stuff. I feel like Rian Johnson's vision for that movie, and I've, I think I've probably said this before, is absolutely like fucking immaculate. The, 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 like the cinematography yeah. of The Last Jedi is leaps and bounds above what most movies go for. Oh, sure, absolutely. The creatures look amazing in mm-hmm. it. The set pieces are awesome. The planets look fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everything looks There's great. There's blue milk. There's green milk. Or green milk, I mean. Green milk. There's green titty milk. He, he's drinking it straight from the titty. He did. It, it's he went great. There. It's, so it's, we got the ocean planet. We see that we're on uh, broken down old versions of like Star Destroyers uh-huh. and stuff like that. Ray's getting all and pissy. she says, no one understands me. And he says, except for me. Uh-huh. I love, I don't know why, I love the little flippy thing he does with his saber. Uh-huh. Not that it has any point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's holding it normal and then he like bends it backwards like he's getting ready to be at ease. Choice. But he still leaves it on. Yeah. You know what I mean? He could just turn it off and not have to do that kind of a flip and could just like, and it's back on my belt. It's very dangerous how he holds that thing because his fingers are around the the four like pieces yes. of metal that are sticking out as if he could spin it around at any time, but yeah. also as if he could cut his wrist at any time. I watched uh, an interview earlier today with Daisy Ridley, and uh, she said that the sequence of the battle that that lasts between Kylo and her yeah. is quite long, and they said it's pro- and she says I'm she said I'm very partial to it, of course, but I feel like like choreography wise and and just as a general battle this is like the best lightsaber fight you'll ever see of any star wars movie wow like they said like it was it's amazing she said it's it, she said we spent days and days trying to get this down right and, now my favorite just off the top of my head most memorable one and i know it's not even in a good star wars movie is the uh the phantom menace like obi-wan qui-gon Jinn against darth maul is like an awesome Dude, that's like, like a fucking quintessential three-piece like just crazy battle that's going on there if those movies did anything right it was that choreography yeah, right in those fightings uh-huh. like that battle was great um even though it was like all cgi and shit watching uh fucking yoda bounce off the walls and shit that's pretty cool to fight and that's like the only time you have ever seen him fight ever mm-hmm. 
and watching him actually fight against Dooku was really awesome. Yeah, I like the first part of that battle better necessarily than the second part where they go yeah. into the whole Senate and it's super big. But like him just bouncing off in that little chamber before they bust open the ceiling. And then of it. Anakin's and Obi Wan's fight on Mustafar is fucking amazing. That's pretty too. good. Yeah. And, and it, the whole, that's like, a, the whole talking about a long battle. Yes, that that's was extremely long. long. <laughs> that goes like they are traveling <laughs> while they're fighting. Like they're like, oh hey, we're over here on this land. Oh now we hopped on these metal things and we're hovering very that's dangerously true. above lava. Yeah. And now we're over here. Mm-hmm. I've got the higher ground. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Yeah. I just watched that recently. It was so good. It is good. Um, but yeah, that's it's just a the you're right. Lightsaber battles is probably one of the top things that the prequel series has done. Yeah. And brought seriousness. Um, yeah, to it. just the, everything about it, like the Attack of the Clones, the whole mm-hmm. sequence of the actual like battle that happens out there too. Like in the in the yeah mm-hmm. in the, like versus like the clones versus uh, the Jedi, the droid, droid army. Oh, the droid too. army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this this that we see here on the next part of the trailer of the this, the, iceberg, uh, this thing. iceberg thing. Apparently, there's a lot of speculation and theory that this is actually the area where um, Palpatine's kind of been like hiding. Oh. And, and like in waiting, there's a segment where you actually see a giant, like a his Imperial class star destroyer, uh-huh. uh, breaches out of the star out of the ice. Oh, and you see that in this, and it's actually like his star destroyer. Okay, That's this Snoke's. this uh yes this this uh this throne room that you see here um, was actually designed. Um, it's another thing I saw too, uh, based off of one of the original sketches. From the uh, or from the late seventies for what they imagined Palpatine's throne room looking like. Oh, really? Because um, apparently he was supposed to have a throne room before there was a, a Death Star, a Death room. Star two throne room that uh-huh. you would eventually see. And this was supposed to be. This was like an actual like it had the sketch side by side by this picture, and it's exactly oh. the same as this old sketch. And I was just like, that's fucking rad that they went back and pulled that one sketch and made it look exactly like so it. So essentially, <laughs> what could be being done is that. Uh, Snoke was actually in Palpatine's throne room mm-hmm. in the first in the first movie. Yes, or in you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about in the Force Awakens. Like yes. it wasn't Snoke's throne room; he had taken over Palpatine's throne room, yes. or or Palpatine or Palpatine let him be there to yeah. make it look like he was the leader, kind yeah. of a thing, and just pulling the strings That's of everything crazy. behind the scenes. And you do actually get to see Palpatine in this. You don't see him see him. This is the, That's the, the one rising yes. from the so it's coming water. out of the ice, and you see it breaching and breaking mm-hmm. all the ice on that planet. This is where the somebody uh, says the ghost is somewhere. Yes, in it's here. behind. There it is, right there. That's supposed to be ghost. Okay, right there. That's the right shape. That mm-hmm. makes sense. And then you also get to see some, uh, I think, some classic like Y wings and stuff that are back here mm-hmm. as well too. People have said so from like the original designs of the Y wings from the yeah, old movies. I even saw. Well, it's it's behind there now, but it looks this, like there's an X wing back yeah, there. Yeah, there's an A wing back there too. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people are saying like this is like the Resistance is coming back to life, and they had no choice but to like Use find all of these old stuff. ships yeah. and stuff so that they would actually be able to fight against and the half of them won't even work. That's yes. kind of cool. Which I always thought was awesome about the Last Jedi. Uh huh. Whenever they get those old ass ships and they're on yeah. that salt planet they're and barely starts, working yes, they're barely working yeah. i thought that was cool as shit just Absolutely. being like we don't need the newest well, the greatest poor, thing to like, it. yeah the resistance doesn't have money to fund yes. their operations it's literally the resistance it's scraps it's like the french doing. resistance they're yeah. just like i'm gonna fight with a fucking ladle yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so we get to see uh the falcon coming out into frame you get a nice little look of uh of Ray looking at Chewie very as comfortable pi- pilot they've co-pilot yeah they've been running that for a little mm-hmm. bit now because there's been some time Mm-hmm. Uh, between uh, the last Jedi and this now, yes, and everybody coming into the cockpit as well. So you get to see uh, Finn and Poe, and I think three PO leads up the rear here in a second. There mm-hmm. he is. You get some battle sequence between battle. Uh, Kylo. There's a 
random explosion. I don't know what ship this is supposed to be. It almost looks like one of those like skirt runner things uh-huh. from The Last Jedi, but it's on water yeah. now, which seems like a worse idea. It's a water crate <laughs> machine, yeah. And it just drops off all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Then the super fucking sad scene. You see that new... Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah. he's... I'd, he's like a machine... I actually uh, liked him. The droid like, tinker. Like I mean, he's a little miniature guy. When they announced this new character, yes. I, I liked the look of him immediately. So that's cool. And everybody's kind of like, what are you doing, 3PO? And he says, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Oh, so that was what? also... You get to see uh, Carrie Russell's character right there. Oh, the is Bliss, that Russell? Zori Bliss. Okay. And we got the new little buddy droid again that we've mm-hmm. seen before. It looks like a, a lamp. Mm-hmm. On he looks like he looks like the the, the Pixar lamp. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, what do you do? You have any speculation as to what is happening with C three PO here? I feel like he's not dying. They're they're doing something to his memory, maybe to like erase it for something. Okay. Um, and I also feel like, cause there's parts in the older trailers in the first the couple red eyes. trailers where you see the red eyes, maybe they're doing something to make him be able to go into, like, they'll be able to watch what he's doing and they'll send him in somewhere as like a reconnaissance type person, but I think, he won't know what's going on because they're kind of rewiring him a I bit. I think they're reprogramming him to be a Sith droid so that he can, they can sneak him into yes. whatever, mm-hmm. uh, uh, wherever like Palpatine's at yes, and stuff. Kind exactly. Of a thing. Yeah. I think he's going to be their, their spot. I'm not really sure what Zori Bliss is supposed to be, but the armor looks like bounty hunter type shit. It's very bounty hunter. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I feel like she's going to be like a badass character. Yeah. That'd be cool. Just purely based on looks that. Looks kind of like it reminds me of, uh, is it Zam Weasel or Weasel uh, from, I think it's Attack of the Clones maybe. Is that, as, as the one that she's in, um, mm-hmm. uh, is a, a bounty hunter type character uh, that I think when they break into uh, Anakin and Padme's little uh, flat they got going on in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what that reminds me of a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm, I'm saying goodbye to my friends. Or I'm yeah. looking at him one last time. That's yeah, what makes me think it's the eyes that is it, like... Yeah, I think that too. And I'm and there always is that part of me. It's just like, please don't fucking kill C-3PO. He's like, like one of the most like pure characters. You know what I mean? I not that they, like, I'm just saying like, not that Han or any of them yeah. weren't like pure. I mean, they're all good guys, but I'm Absolutely. just saying like, he's never done anything wrong. I think he's going to book end it. Uh, I mean, you're talking about the one character that's lasted from episode one. Literally, yeah. yeah. Him, and, him and R2 both. Yeah. Has, was R2 in one? Uh, yeah, yes, you, you yeah, get yeah. to meet him in one. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, uh, one of them's got to go. There. He doesn't know. He doesn't know Anakin yet. At that that's point right. In time, yeah. yeah. But uh, but C three PO is built C- by Anakin. Yes, he's built and you've literally got, there. It's, it's this is the, the, this the is Skywalker, Skywalker saga. So he's really, like, it's almost like what if Rise of Skywalker is about C three PO because he is a Skywalker. <laughs> he technically is C three PO Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, he he was born of a Skywalker. He was he was created from. Also, just like how worried Daisy Ridley's character, like she's how like, worried Ray looks here. About a robot, about Ray's good actress. Yeah. yeah, she's really good. She's good. Three PO getting all happy. Get to see some sequence of them running through some more mm-hmm. action shots of them shooting a bunch of people inside of what looks like maybe a star destroyer yeah. or something like that. We get the the one and only uh, part of the movie that's going to involve Leia, I assume, because it's all we've seen in all these trailers. They've got this extra little bonus, little thing that they didn't use in Force Awakens, that... uh-huh. where she's embracing her and hugging yes. her on this on this uh, Force planet, and she's crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, this cool, uh, whatever this is going on in this desert planet. Yeah, where I don't know what. This weird explosion and a giant chase. Yes. You get to see uh, Lando back in the cockpit mm-hmm. doing the woohoo, you know, whatever <laughs> he does from fucking Return of the Jedi with Chewie. He do it. There's, a, there's one of the old Y-Wings yep. flying yeah. around, which is weird because they're not supposed to be like, I'm doing barrels and shit. This thing, those are like 
literally slow and only deliver bombs. Yeah. Like, they're like, protect the Y-Wings. They've got all the bombs. And here it is, like, doing fucking barrel rolls, shooting at Hopefully the Hopefully they explain that away, like, a little bit. Like, there's a modified version of it yeah. or something. Some more fucking animals yeah. that we got to ride on. These are weird like horses. Warthogs. Yeah, I was going to say they look like warthogs. Yeah, on the face. I like it. Apparently, that's uh, that that one chick. Uh, I can't think of her name. She's she's new to the franchise as well. She's kind of leading the charge. And a lot of people are speculating she's, she might be like Finn's actual she's like, love interest. She's one you see in the yellow like garb mm-hmm. uh, and all, those, yep. all the promo stuff. Cool. I hadn't really seen her. I hadn't, I hadn't really gotten to... I'm Fucking glad you pointed that out. Absolutely gorgeous shot inside yes. the in the throne, throne room. room of yeah. Death Star Two, where it's destroyed, and she's uh, staring down Kylo and has her lightsaber drawn. Very reminiscent of the the battle between uh, Luke and Anakin. Yeah, at the end, Absolutely. almost like he's there. This is another thing that's from speculation too, because this helmet that they're knocking off and what they're smashing is actually the remnants Vader's of helmet? Vader's burnt helmet. Weird. And she's holding this dagger that they don't explain. It's just a regular ass dagger. Uh huh. Like the lightsaber's not even drawn. Yeah. You can nope. see it. Oh, there's the lightsaber. Yeah. Hand, okay. But, then the... but there's, see what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people are speculating because I guess in Rebels or something or some one of the series, I don't know if it's Clone okay. Wars or Rebels. There's a dagger called like something. There is, yeah. I don't remember what it is, but I know it's what like you're they about. go to like some like negative realm mm-hmm. type of a thing. It's like inside like a mind, like, in, like inside the force. Yeah. And there's a dagger that's there that's important that's given to Obi Wan or Obi Wan takes it. Yeah. And I guess a lot of people were speculating that that might be something that they tie in with this dagger. Oh, okay. Because you see, she's even got like a fucking blaster on her yeah. hip. She's got the dagger. She's got the lightsaber. She's loaded with. She's a yes. loaded weapon. With but they're Samuel like they're Jackson. smashing this together, so it's almost like. Maybe this is something that they're actually trying to do together, like let's put our past behind us, kind of a thing. Yeah. Let's destroy what or was it, where the future is. Is uh, is Vader's helmet? You know, they talked about like items that could bring people back, or that's haunted, or that's uh, got it possessed. Is that what Palpatine's within? Is within that helmet, uh-huh. um, and they have to destroy that as they have a common enemy, yes. perhaps, or something like that. So this is one I'm curious because this makes me feel like. Not and yes, they have a common enemy, and it makes me feel like we're destroying our past so we can build up our future. And mm-hmm. maybe at this point, we do find out, like just before this, you know, maybe more about who Ray truly is, yeah. and why she's so closely tied to everybody. If maybe she really is a twin to you know Kylo, maybe maybe she is the 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 Jaina to his Jason, if yeah. you will. Um, maybe maybe she's like the granddaughter of actual Palpatine. And that's why he's so tied like closely back into it. Cause apparently, you know I mean? I, I don't, did they really say it in so many words? She's supposed to be the most like force sensitive person that's ever been born. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they've really said anything. I feel like, like that's, that. that's kind of like how they're going with this. Like she's supposed to be like crazy powerful because she's been training now. Yes. But even before then, and it was so like weird that how she was controlling things because she didn't really understand it completely because she had zero training, but she was able to do so much crazy shit well, with no training. The other thing could be that like we typically see someone dealing with force training as they're younger and they grow up with it and they talk mm-hmm. about the dangers of somebody uh, invoking the force as an adult in the when they're still in like the the council even yes. are talking about are they too old to learn things and if she's when she starts learning her force powers as an adult maybe that's a dangerous thing. And the fact that she can't control things um, makes her equal parts really good and also dangerous because she's a loose cannon a little bit. This makes me feel like you see the blue glow that's in this one little still of... uh 
of Finn and Poe's mm -hmm. face and stuff. Like maybe they're talking to Ray and she's coming to realization with a bunch of shit or something. Maybe yeah. she's about to go like fight Kylo or something at that point. Like, you get a really brother, cool part of him. where they're charging onto this. Uh, this is like a docked star destroyer. Yeah, and that's where all of the like, horses yeah. were at, and they're charging out. And there's this crazy storm going on. You can see fucking hundreds of star destroyers in the back from the battle which is nuts to think that they're like on the cusp of like an actual like star destroyer making a charge yeah it's weird That's, but they're just chilling on it so cool because it hasn't gone into the atmosphere classic, i guess technically uh, classic x-wing X, yeah uh i don't know what this one's supposed That's to be it's very thin uh, is that the b-wing it might be, but it looks thinner than a B-wing for some reason. It almost looks like they took like the they, it looks like they took a Mandalorian ship and a B-wing and then merged them together. I <laughs> uh, get a shot of Kylo here. This is the shot with the Emperor. Uh, she's in that throne oh. room now, and you can see him right here I um, gotcha. in the, on the throne talking to her. That's not the throne, though. That's not the same throne. So, it, but it also looks like he's almost strapped into something. Like he's, so, like, uh, he's, he's like being held to like being kept, kept alive, alive by something. Yeah. And that's what everything's kind of cusped up to huh. leading to. And this is where you get the final send-off, where you get to hear Luke saying to her, uh, Force is with, may the Force be with you. And then Leia's voice chiming in saying, always. Always, yeah. And then that makes me think, you know, oh, Leia's definitely going to be dead in this. And then if there's this one Force ghost already teaching her, maybe we're going to get the other one kind of talking to her in that point, too. Could be. Uh, they're Force-sensitive. Just depends. I guess it, that part just really depends on how much footage they have of her. Yeah. And even vocal footage of her. And of course, we get the big old and Star Wars. We get the big old. There's nothing else to it. That's basically it. Yeah. We talked for like 25 minutes. That's how about we do it. That's how we talk about Star Wars. Now let's talk about Doolittle. Let's talk about <laughs> Doolittle. Can I say one more thing? Yes. Um, we're in a world of a lot Warcraft. of Warcraft. Uh, we're in a world of Warcraft, and no, we're in a world of a lot of streaming services where there's announcements of all kinds of stuff. We'll get into some of it today as well. Uh, but one of the big things is that. Um, you know, it's the Marvel, it's the DC, it's all these properties. And I'm just going to say it again. I don't even really care. I'm going with whatever has Star Wars. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm putting my money. <laughs> and this movie shows it. The Mandalorian tra trailer shows it. The new one, have you seen that? Yeah, I watched that. Not that, was, that, you know, that gave us even more insight to us. We even got uh, got to hear What's-His-Face's voice, the guy who's mm -hmm. playing Pedro Pascal. Big Boy, yeah. Yep. Um, so not not Big Boy from Outcast, mm -hmm. but you know what I meant. Yeah. Um, where, so, he says, where he says, yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you remembered that line. Yeah. You're, you're so good at something, dialogue. something like that. <laughs> um, but that's our final trailer for that. Uh, super excited. Uh, that's yeah. starting on uh, on the 12th. Uh, it's coming up. Yes, super this will, this freaking soon. Halloween episode will come out on the fourth, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so then that means that this one will come out on the 11th. So, so tomorrow, this will be tomorrow. Oh tomorrow will be Mandalorian Day. Yeah, tomorrow first. Not episode. Disney Plus Day. Mandalorian. That's day. right. Damn right. <laughs> uh, the first episode of Mandalorian comes out, and then that Friday following, we get our second episode of Mandalorian, and then it's weekly until the end of the year. Actually, I would thought it was up until the the uh, first episode of. Uh, or up until the movie comes out, but it's actually mm -hmm. up until the end of the year that okay. we'll get an episode of Mandalorian. I thought it was. It isn't. It's not until the movie comes out. No, it, it actually it's all the way till like December twenty eighth or whatever. It's I eight episodes because it's only or, yeah eight episodes. So it's only one episode a week, right? One episode a week. It's okay. over the first week. It's two because it's a Tuesday and a Friday. Okay. On that, and then it's yep. So super excited for that. And yeah, Doolittle came out. 
thought. I'm actually kind of excited for this. It looks really cool. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it's not like the most exciting thing, but a more emotional and realistic take on the actual like Doolittle novels. It looks like it's trying to harken back to, I think, the old movies that came out a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it looks like it. It and, looks like uh, it's more of a, a play on that. Yeah, and it just looks like it might be a really fun ride. Like Eddie Murphy's much. was more of, I guess, like an original take yes. on that storyline. This is kind of... Rehashing. That was Eddie Murphy's was definitely like, hey, I'm coming off the tales of Nutty Professor one and two. We've really got to cash in on this and have this kind of a version of it, yeah. you know, a very modernized version. And, and I this like is it. very I like hard. The Doolittles, yeah, the Doctor Doolittle. But yeah. I mean, this just looks like to me like it's going to be that step above. Like it's gonna, it's got a layer of polish to it. And Robert Downey Jr. seems like he's gonna do a good job with yeah. this character. This is like his first what post Marvel thing in a long time, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's got Sherlock Holmes one and two, which are what? When did one two come out? Like 12, 13, 2013, something like that. I think two thousand twelve or thirteen, yeah, Maybe like that. But Somewhere I just meant like not that it, those. Yes, they coincided with it. But I mean, like this is leading off the cusp of like everything that's been leading up to now. Iron Man's gone. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's there's no more Iron Man. He's we dead. won't see unless it's just Spoilers. cameos from shit that happened in the end. Yeah. You know, like in Black Widow, we know he's going to make an appearance. Is he in there? Yes. They've already announced that. Yeah, he's going to make an appearance in, in Black Widow, but I mean, obviously, it's going to be just Tony Stark. He's not even going to be Iron Man at that point That's because true. it's going to be in the past. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have that happening. And. That's fine, but mm. I'm just talking about this is like leading up to like, hey, I'm not Iron Man anymore. What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be Doolittle. I'm going to have wild hair, and I'm pretty much going to play Sherlock Holmes. Uh, just I talk to animals now. Yeah, he seems like a more eccentric even. Yes. Which, if that's possible. <laughs> Maybe even more. Even more eccentric version of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm good for it. There were there was another trailer that came out right around the same time as Doolittle, which was Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, that was the rock joint, right? the rock, the yeah. rock joint there. Um, and I, I almost hate to say it, but I am more excited for Jungle Cruise than I am for Doolittle. Actually, yeah, that's well. Um, but it looks good. Uh, you watched the other, like you've watched Jumanji, didn't you? I like Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, I like Jumanji. I knew you liked it. I, um, I never watched him yet, still. And uh, and then the next Jumanji two comes out like, next year. Next year. Yeah, I think it's the beginning of the year too. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Probably uh, be really close with Doolittle. Is honestly. Jungle Cruise a, a Christmas release? I don't Is know. that coming out this year? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Real quick. Um, but Jungle Cruise actually like just having the actual ride Jungle Cruise fresh on my mind. Twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a twenty twenty release. It doesn't. It didn't even have. It's a. It said. It said Jesse Plemons and uh, Emily Blunt. It didn't even say The Rock in the first part of it. Huh. Yeah, July twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Um. So, but it it uh it has a lot of. It's it's staying pretty true. Like when you see the whole sequence of him taking people on the boat ride mm -hmm. uh, before he gets approached by Emily Blunt to take her on an actual adventure, that is essentially just the movie version of the ride, which is kind of cool because everything's like even the the uh, the host on the boat that's taking you through the jungle cruise on the ride is really jokey and tells you a lot of like quippy little things. And uh, our our guide that was with us uh, on Jungle Cruise. Uh, dropped more puns than you could keep up with. Like you, nice. it was so fast the way that she rolled things off her tongue. Like you couldn't even laugh at the one thing she said because you were already trying to take in the <laughs> next thing. It was so crazy. She didn't even let a joke breathe. It was wow bizarre. I don't think I'd ever seen anybody drop them at, like that. But I mean, she does it probably 60, 70, 80 times a day. Um, so she's got some practice already. Yeah. But I'm excited for Jungle Cruise. Uh, Doolittle will be good too. I don't mm -hmm. mind it. For sure. I don't mind it. Uh, we got a, a trailer for Bloodshot. 
which is the Vin Diesel movie. I only saw like a 10 second clip of it whenever he's getting like shot in the face or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like the nanobots are kind of rebuilding his face. It's like it blasts back and then it like kind of comes, comes back, back a yeah. little bit, but it doesn't come back all the way. That was all I saw. Oh, okay. It just getting like. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that they're not doing the makeup for Bloodshot. This is a valiant uh, comic book. Yeah. Um, that's been out for a long time and uh, I haven't read a lot of it. Uh, but I, I'm familiar enough I, with yeah, the property. I truly, I truly don't know anything about the book, honestly. If I'm being, if I'm being serious, I mean, I knew it was from Volume, but I didn't yeah. know anything beyond that. Uh, I like I said, I don't know a lot, lot about it, but I do know kind of the general story. It seems like they're they're doing that story. Uh, but I, I like the when you see Bloodshot, he's like almost like silver bodied, and then has like a big red circle on his chest. And it just visually looks like a pretty cool thing. And I was kind of excited to see what Vin Diesel would look like as Bloodshot um, in that because they did uh, like a fan movie, I think, of uh, who was it that was in there? Uh, oh, it was uh, Tommy from uh, Power Rangers. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his name. Jason David Frank. Yeah. Uh, there it is. All the way over to the side, you see Jason David Frank with the Samurai, samurai Sword. They did a mock-up of that, and I thought that looked pretty cool, mm-hmm. even with just with the T-shirt on with the red circle. I kind of like um, this one right here. Yeah, that's the, like the Vin Diesel. I but, like I like him as the with the gray too. But he's not doing any of that, <laughs> uh, which kind of sucks. It just it is. Uh, we have still have not learned our lesson in comic book movies to just stay true to the stinking comic book, and if it looks goofy, do it because people are gonna like it. And this is just like Vin Diesel uh, doing a Vin Diesel movie. Yeah, basically. Uh, so I'm a little bummed about that. Then we got a trailer for yet another Disney Plus TV show that's going to be launching at launch on the 12th uh, called Pixar in Real Life. Okay. Uh, so this is like a live action, uh, what's it called? A reality show almost. Um, and essentially what they're doing is they're putting uh, like your Pixar characters like Wally or uh the the kid from up or the octopus uh from uh finding nemo uh that's in like the stroller when the, like you catch that in the in the movie they're trying um, to show them like in real life circumstances yeah like they're putting them in and they're watching people react to it like they you know um what's that um inside out and they've got like that have you seen inside out yeah they've got like that that board that controls all the emotions uh-huh. and they're they put that like out in the like central park or something and let people mess with it and they've got like an actor a couple of actors that are sitting there and you're supposed to be able to control the emotions of the guy one of the guys on there and he's like getting angry at the other guy and making comments to him and stuff it just seems like a neat concept and just shows you that disney's going to figure out every way to do uh, TV shows and just content, and it's crazy because you're gonna want to watch it. Absolutely, like, <laughs> this look, it looks cool. <laughs> like it's, it seems like if they were gonna be like, we're gonna make like, uh, we're just gonna do like live action versions of all your stuff from Pixar and like throw them into real life and watch people react to it. You'd be like, that's stupid. Nobody is gonna like that. And it, it looks really like fun. Uh, they got like the the guys in the yellow suits from Monsters Incorporated that like do the cleanup yeah. and stuff. They're like got them in the middle of like the street, like cleaning up stuff and talking over the radio, and people are just like, "What's that?" and everything. That's cool. Like, it's just a bizarre. It's like why, why, why are they doing this? It's like doing and why like, is it? Good? It's like Disney. It's like <laughs> Disney Pixar doing like impractical jokers. Yes, in a way. Yeah, a little bit. 
It's never, like they're not trying to. They're just watching people's reactions a little yeah. bit to it, and letting people interact with the kids and with the the board soundboards and all that stuff. But it's just real neat. That's really that. cool. That's all my trailer talk though for you. Cool. Let's hop into some news. Let's do it. Uh, it's been a little bit, but we might as well talk about it because we haven't got a chance to yet. Yeah. Why but, not? Uh, the Fortnite season ten, the end event happened. Oh, do we have to uh, talk about it? We do. <laughs> it's it's relevant, and it, and it happened. Yuck. Uh, so. Fortnite's been kind of having all these different little things in each season as it's passed along. It's led up to the cusp of this big event. Um, there's been like a giant nuke missile thing that's been in the middle of like an island of the island. And uh, this event happened, I believe it was on a, I think it was a Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Sunday afternoon. And uh, everybody was kind of freaking out because it, all of a sudden the missiles started moving in the middle of people's matches and stuff. Uh, you see the missiles from like all of these different people's islands, kind of a multiverse, uh, accumulating up in the top. And then it just hits, uh, the island in different spots, smashing it into a bunch of different pieces. Um, and then it creates this giant black hole that then in turn, like makes your character levitate. So they, they animated all of this and it was across the board. Like everybody that was actually in a game, this just happened. Gotcha. So your character starts like levitating out of nowhere and you see everything, the entire island, absolutely everything, even your characters. You'll see the number count go down and everything of like how many players are left in the match, just draining down to zero as everything gets sucked into this black hole. And then all that you're left looking at was this black hole. And you're just there, standard just black hole. And if you tried to join a game, like if I wasn't there when that happened and I tried to join a game, it would show the lobby, like starting up, and it would have like how many players you found. And it would say it show 100. And then the map would like the map, not the map, but the, the background, the menu and stuff, just immediately starts like cracking and it sucks into the black hole too. And you see the number count go down and your character and everything. No matter what you did, everything gets sucked into a black hole. And uh, it stayed that way for two days. That was my favorite part of it. Yeah, two whole days. Nothing went on other than the black hole. And then uh, that was impressive. Yeah, I must say, like, as no matter my feelings towards the game Fortnite, the ability and the the gusto to just shut down a game for two days yep. that everyone is addicted to. Yep, is that that takes a lot. It does take a lot, and it's, it's impressive to me. It shows like a little bit of a sense of skill writing to it too, because it took them a while to get to this point. They had little hints, little different things that would eventually pop up and kind of happen. And like I said, as the seasons went along, that kind of told this story in a very like almost Abrams esque way, like how he did with like Ten Cloverfield Lane. All these different things that kind of tie back to specific events that would eventually lead to this moment, and. um uh, realistically, the thing was shut down. They used uh, that as like a kind of a mask for the servers while they were rebooting everything and getting things set into the motion. Because on October fifteenth, uh, Tuesday, October fifteenth, uh, the game came back in full force for Chapter Two. Um, chapter Two rebooted. It came with a new map, new weapons, all kinds of new different ways to play. They added in like some new unique mechanics. They actually had in like a fishing rod thing that you can get in the game now or I something. Can go fishing? You can get go fishing for like weapons and shit. Like, really... They've got like fucking weapons and shit at the bottom of the ponds and stuff <laughs> that if you fish for, you can get like super good weapons and stuff to get it. That's kind of cool. Um, but they just added in a bunch of new mechanics, new map, and everything too. And it's basically just reset absolutely everything nice. for doing it. But I thought it was a really unique way to kind of do that. You know, I mean, if it was like, for example, say just Destiny, not that it's a you know battle royale like that, but anytime anything happens with Destiny, they try to have to do what they can to keep their 
stuff kind of masked in the background so you can mm-hmm. still keep playing that when that update happens they only have to be shut down for like 20 minutes or so yeah. and then they have to keep that going and nothing really changes like that does i mean that dramatically changed literally everything yeah. it's like added in new like alien creatures that you can play as and stuff too and like a whole new map and everything so it's kind of cool that they did that way yeah i like it uh, we got some Matrix 4 news, uh, really? some casting news. Cool. Uh, we've got uh, Neil Patrick Harris has been confirmed for Matrix 4, as well as uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is reportedly in talks to return as, uh, what's her face? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. You know her name. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Um, this kind of, I don't know, I up until this point, all we were dealing with was people that were close to home. Uh, aside from that, uh, that young fella that got cast yep. in there, it was all like it was. Abdul Mateen. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, it was it was just uh, you know names that we've already seen. It's Keanu. It's Carrie Ann. It's uh, I'm curious as to what Neil Patrick Harris would be though. Anything you want him to be. Well, I know I'm, I'm. He's very very good actor. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I just in general, I wonder what he would be. Yeah. He would almost make a good like if they did a flashback sequence or something. He would make a good young architect. That'd be cool. For that guy, you know what I mean? Like how he just presents himself yeah. and stuff. He could be like a very prim, proper, younger version of the or architect. Or a new architect. Because like yeah. aren't there, doesn't the architect I don't know. Because at, at the end of the movie, the at, the end of, always there? at the end of Revelations, they had uh, the architect and the oracle were both there. That's so true. That's they were both point. still alive, sitting on that bench while the Matrix got rebooted, basically. Gotcha. So but if, if the Matrix reboots, in theory, your, your architect could be younger. Yeah. If that uh, your oracle could be younger, that would be my uh, casting for him. That'd be cool. To me, I think I like he would idea. make, and he doesn't have to make it so. Well, th- that's the thing to the, the, the architect. I think that guy. A lot of people always give that guy flack, and they like made fun of him in like comedy scenes. Yeah. they would make fun of it. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he's so like dry and stuff. And I'm like, that's how he's supposed to be. He's literally like a program for program's sake, building other programs he's the rules. on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's supposed to be dry, and that guy did a really good job playing yeah. that character. And I think he could do that too. Yeah, absolutely. And even give it like a little bit of extra flair. You know, yeah. be like he could be a little bit more. Uh, I I don't use this word in the way because he's gay. Sassy. But flamboyant huh. like he could be a little bit more uh he could be bigger a bigger personality um and i don't mean that because he's gay i just mean that he i think no, he can no, play I, more I, like I totally agree bigger personality than we have seen which could be uh what we need in a rebooted matrix architect potentially niobe. that's it yeah niobe that's her yeah, name uh, but yeah that. with the actual confirmation of neil patrick harris uh we're we're actually getting into a like oh this is this is real yeah, like this isn't this isn't just like oh uh, Lana Wachowski's working on something and hey Keanu says he'd come back if they sh- if she actually did it yeah and like it's it's real it's not the the, the Jada Pinkett Smith's rumored this girl Jessica Henwick is rumored yeah but I mean it looks like nothing's tagged on for rumored for yeah, Keanu yeah, yeah, or Carrie and... it looks like those three are actually like set in stone the same thing mm-hmm. with Neil Patrick Harris yeah nothing has any rumored next that's why I said so. Jada's still in talks with hers but yeah. the others are. Locked in. That's crazy. Who would ever thought we'd get a Matrix Four, and uh, potentially, I think I'd, I I like the series as the three movies, but I I think for others it could potentially set things back on track for who was not as crazy about um, the way that the series went after the first movie. Yeah, it might be cool. Uh, let me pull up some stuff here. So we had. Uh... In the spans of us recording last, the uh, Google Pixel 4 announcement and yeah. uh, Google Pixel 4 XL, along with some other new devices that they had from that show, and, uh, were all 
brought up and uh it, it looks pretty cool it was very hit or miss i'm still kind of waiting on a couple of reviews before i make my final decision um you've already made your final decision um i think so so would you like to talk about your final decision yeah i can absolutely uh i wouldn't i'm i'm hoping that it's my final decision um you know i'm still an in review of it but i did end up getting uh the iphone 11 pro um and uh i i've been rocking it out uh for a bit what's it been? it's probably been a week and a half or so okay uh since i got it maybe just a week um but uh, it's been a lot of uh work i honestly i really like the setup of the iphone i i like the quality of the phone it's got a, a lot more heft to it than the uh, pixel does uh, which I appreciate the weight to it. Uh, it feels like I'm holding something that has a little bit more to it. I never ran into it with the with the Pixel, but I still have my Pixel um, as I haven't 100% committed to the iPhone yet. And uh, and I picked it up yesterday, and I was like, damn, that thing's light. Like, And I like the heft. I, li- I like it a, a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I appreciate that. I The, the face uh, ID on it, killer. I really like it. I thought I was going to struggle with it. Um, I know that Google's got theirs, and I'd be curious to see the reviews on it and how it compares to the iPhone 11. Uh, but I know that it's really, it's freaking spot on. Like, I could be just barely looking at it, and it knows my face. So it's not like this thing where you saw people when they originally got the Face ID thing where they had to kind of pose for it almost and look yeah. at it exactly. Like, it, it's it's a lot better on it's that. It's good that it's got cleaned up, though, too, because that was a big thing. And that's that's what I noticed from Google whenever they announced their stuff with their uh, their actual, like, radar that they have that's in the front of it. Mm-hmm. So the Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XL has, like, a full-on radar that's built into the front of the device. So you don't even have to be relatively close to it. It recognizes you from basically, like, a bubble that it has around it. Oh, whenever yeah. you start approaching the phone, it'll start to turn on. And whenever you pick it up, it can barely start recognizing you and automatically unlocks for you. Um, it has the radar. It also allows it to have swiping functionality too. That's supposed to be a little bit more cohesive um, than it used to be on like some Samsung devices that used yeah. to have back on the day. So whenever you're like playing music through Spotify or something, mm-hmm. swiping left or right above it while your phone's down will allow you to uh, change your track back and oh, forth and stuff like that too. Um, I think you're able to also like pause video and stuff too with it by putting your hand up in front of it. Um, and then I also see like like whenever it shuts down, like whenever, whenever you put your phone down, it realizes that you've put your phone down, your face is away from it and everything. So it kind of goes into its own battery saving mode by turning the screen off. Okay. Uh, so it's really supposed to be really good about picking up and having that, uh, judging that distance and stuff like One that. One of the biggest things that I miss from my Google phone that I didn't even realize that I would miss is the uh, AOD. Yeah. Like the fact that it doesn't have an AOD is just like, you get so used to that, that always on display with the time and yes. what's playing and everything. Like you just, you get used to it and they've got an app, like I've got an app on here that you can put on and it'll give you an always on display that won't go away. Sure. But it's not automatic. You have to go to that app and it's right. just kind of like, mm, yeah, it's, okay. it's not the same. It's not, it's not, it's not the same. I'm, I'm uh, struggling having the hardest time, Finding a podcatcher app that compares to uh, Podcast Addict, and that that's got to be probably one of the things that's I, I I live by my podcast. Yes. Not only do I create them, but I listen to them twenty four seven. Me too. And to not have something that does what yeah, Podcast Addict is probably the most reliable one. After you showed it to me, 
that I've ever had. Yeah. And I've had others before, and I know it's not offered on there. And the developer of Podcast Attic has, has Rousely said, like, I'm only develop on Android, and I have no plans of ever releasing yeah. this on iOS. So I've downloaded it's about not gonna come. 25 podcast podcatchers, and I haven't found one yet that I love. Did you like, do you not like Apple Podcasts set up at all? Mm-hmm. Not really. No. no. I mean, it's kind of just set up very generic, like, the other ones um, is Beyond Pod available on there? What's Beyond Pod? I think it's another one that's on there. I, I think that's the other one that I used to have whenever okay. I was on the. I can test it out and see what's up. Uh, but yeah, I've got one right now that's called RSS Radio, uh, and it's not. Yeah, it looks horrible. like this. It, it used to use this one before I used Podcast Attic. It's it's set up pretty well, um, similar it's to Beyond Pod. Yeah, pretty similar. Uh, yeah, it to doesn't that. look like. Yeah, it, it looks look like, like everything on here. It looks like a. Looks oh, like old Android there. there. So, yeah. yeah, and that's another downside to it for me, too. I would have to try and figure out what I would use. Ideally, I think I would just, if I'm going to use it across mm-hmm. the board, I probably would just end up using uh, Spotify because it has those uh, set up to where I can download on there as well. Okay. Um, and then just have those episodes set to download on there. Um, I'm, I'm doing extensive research currently. Yeah. Um, I'm also doing uh, some research still to find a good uh, e-reader. Because I do like to read some of my uh, CBR, CBZ comic book files on my phone from time to time. And I'm still trying to figure out uh, exactly what the right app is for that. But I'm I'm learning to not be super judgy on it because I don't do a lot of reading. So it's not something I'm going to throw a big fit about. Um, I do enjoy the camera a lot. As you can see there, there's a, a pretty good picture of Mr. Yeah, Kevin Smith. Nice. Uh, right there. That's he looks, uh, pretty he far He looks away. like... Uh, uh, every other picture I've ever seen of him recently <laughs> with, figure, the, right? with those uh, suit tops. Yes, yeah, that's He's how going we, all in on that. That's how we do. That's how he do. But uh, I like the the live picture options. I, there's a lot of things I like about it. A few things I'm not crazy about. I love my widgets. It's been really hard to to go without some of the widgets I've gotten yeah. used to. Though they do have a widget option. Uh, it's all on that side scroll bar, yes. that sidebar. Um, and but I like the function. I like the swipe up. Uh, to close things out that, you know, some of the things I've gotten really used to and I actually did quite a bit cause I grabbed my pixel, uh, because I, I haven't migrated everything over. Like since I haven't found a good podcatcher, I'm still in looks. I haven't moved. I haven't logged all of my podcasts that I have and said, Oh, I'm on this episode with these and all that crap. Um, so I picked it up the other day and I'm like, Oh, I really already got used to a lot of this. Like I've gotten used to yeah. the functionality of the iPhone, um, already, but there's some things that I don't like the way that it, it handles managing files. Um, but I knew I was going to run into that because I'm real big into just being able to see everything, you know, you right. kind of run in a windows machine. You're used to it. I want to see the C drive and I want to see yeah. this program and I want to throw something into this folder. You don't have that kind of control with an iPhone. And no. so I'm getting used to it. Who knows? I, I plan on staying with it. Um, I've given myself probably until this weekend to figure out 100% on what's going on with it. So on the the event, whenever they announced all that stuff, we have the Pixel 4. It came with a new color. Uh, they showcased that that orange coral kind yeah, of like color that, that was with it, too. Um, it has the telephoto camera, which is the two uh, the two lenses there. So we got uh-huh. the standard camera, and we have the telephoto. Uh, I think both shoot at... Uh, 4K 60 frames a second. Mm-hmm. The front-facing camera is the same though. I think the telephoto on this one though is 16 megapixels. Yeah. Um, Which really, once you're getting into that, personally, my opinion, once you get into into the double digits of megapixels, 
you're not seeing a lot of difference to the naked eye unless you're zooming in on that. Picture. Not necessarily, and that's that's the thing that they showcased mostly was yeah. whenever you were looking at stuff that's a draw distance. Yeah, and they recommend like you know whenever you're breaking down a photo and you're looking at something in the distance, do like on this phone you do like a pinch and zoom, mm-hmm. so that way it zooms in before you crop and everything. Because if you start cropping it away, it has a tendency to like knock down some of the resolution Makes as sense. it goes along yeah. through with it. But if you do like a pinch and zoom with it, they showed a picture that was like from pretty far away at the conference of uh i think it was in san francisco and it showed uh it was a picture of the bay and it showed the bridge in the distance and stuff and they were pretty pretty far away from it and it looked like the picture was shot like while they were like near the beach like looking up on it kind of a thing they were pretty far away from it so the telephoto on it's actually pretty impressive nice um front facing camera and and the rear facing camera both look really nice the front facing camera also has a uh a wider, yeah. uh, wider uh, view point of view as far as that goes to kind of pick up more. Um, honestly, though, out of the two, uh, still seems like iPhones seems like a little bit better, and it has that extra lens too. Mm-hmm. Um, that ultra wide lens that's in there too seems like something that's standardized for a lot of phones. All the other flagship phones that are out right now. Um, including Samsung have that wide angle lens. I don't know why why Google decided not to do it with That's this. That's weird. Yeah. Um so it, it seems like everything's kind of set up for three camera lenses but they just decided they were going to go with two which is what <laughs> they did before. Yeah. Um base price for the standard picture Pixel 4 is right at 800. Um a lot of people kind of like, "Yeah, I don't know about that because spec-wise if you're taking the standard Pixel 4 and you're comparing it to uh, like a, your iPhone 11, iPhone 11, I think starts at like 659, I believe, for just the regular. Yeah, 11. I think so. Yeah, and then your uh, your thousand your, for your, the your Pro 11 Pro with uh, is comparable to price with this one as a base, and then your uh, you're close to I think a thousand or so for the Pixel uh, 4 XL. Oh, gotcha. And uh, it's the same thing for like the iPhone mm-hmm. Pro 11 yeah. Pro. Yeah, they're pretty close um, in pricing to be missing some of those pieces with it all uh let's see we've got more affordable redesigned chromebook the pixelbook go was uh was showcased it actually looks really really nice uh the ui on it's been cleaned up a lot uh i didn't really care too much for a lot of the other go books that they had out and available uh in the past this one looks like it's a really nice uh shape and design uh, battery life on it's really really good same thing with almost all the other ultra books you know you have something that has a lifespan of probably like nine to ten hours of good solid use before you actually get anything out of it mm-hmm. uh, uh, the pixel 4 also has a voice recorder app that comes built into it um, which is the first time they've done anything on that any kind of the pixel or nexus devices they've always had ones where you just go through the android market and you actually download it oh really so this one has the uh, preloaded voice uh, recording app on it. Does live transcriptions. Um, so whenever you're actually talking or anything or recording it on there, you can actually go over to your transcriptions. You can see everything that you've said on there. You can actually go through what you've talked about onto like in your voice memos. Type in a word that's like a keyword. Say like at this point in time in the podcast or whenever we're recording on our phone, we mentioned Pixel. If you type in Pixel, it will actually like find where you said Pixel. Oh. And it will like pinpoint it and take you straight there to it. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So it's a cool little function that they added to it. Uh, Google Stadia eventual launch, launch day is November 19th. Um, so that's uh, that didn't have like a full on official official date as of uh, until this conference happened. Huh. So the 19th, you got it coming out. I guess it'll be a week from when this comes yeah. out. Uh, so 
take a look at that. I, I'm, I plan on doing it. I'm going to try it out, at least for like the trial period for, I think it's like a month for free. You don't right? have to purchase any hardware for it. No. If you use the, uh, if you use the Chromecast Ultra, which I have, I think I can pair like my Xbox controller to that. Gotcha. Like, the, like the new mm-hmm. ones that have the Wi-Fi in it where you can connect that to, I'll be able to connect it to that. And I'm going to try it out on my TV in there. And since, uh, Destiny 2 is now free with new light. Yeah. I'll be able to just download it and then check that out and see how that nice. goes. So I'll, uh, I'll give a little report on that after it's actually out. And you we better. Get a little, we get a little touch base with it just to see what it's like. Uh, Google also gave a sneak peek of the new Pixel Buds that they got, Pixel Bud 2, $179. It does uh, has uh, adaptive sound, noise canceling, and it also has uh, live translation in it too, too. So if you're talking to somebody and they're speaking in a different language or something, it'll pick that up off of your buds and it'll actually translate it for you as they're talking. No. Yes. Really? Yep. So like if I if you've got the buds in your if ears, I got the bud in my ear, and I'm, I'm speaking Spanish to and you, and I'm telling I tell it you know hey Google translate for me, and I'm or speaking Spanish, like you're speaking, it'll put it'll, English in your ear. Yeah, it'll tell me exactly what you said, but in English. That's crazy. Yep. That could help a lot of people. It could help a lot. Who of could people. afford 180 dollar buds? Yeah, and they also kind of look weird. Yeah, I like the black ones, but they're they're like little round dots and mm-hmm. stuff. I also don't like the the. The, the AirPods. AirPods, I think yeah. it looks stupid, the little dinglies. And I it's, see people it wearing them, and they're not horrible. No, like, they're not horrible, but I, I would choose to get something that would be a little bit more flush and that actually fits in my ear instead of dangling off. You're looking for something that almost is like a, a hearing aid. Yeah, in a way. Of, I, would uh, rather, way. I would rather have that, something yeah. that's a little bit more, like I said, flush, and yeah. it's out of the way. It's not hanging off me. Yeah. I'm not in the... I've uh, asked a lot of... Or I've asked the people who I've seen using the like the AirPods, like what they thought, and they were like, I thought it wouldn't be cool, but I actually really dig it quite a bit. So it's interesting, uh, the whole process. One of the other things that they did, uh, Google has bought out the Nest systems. Oh, okay. And then now... I'm the, not surprised. So the Google Home Mini is now known as the Nest Mini. And it is like a whole hum, home hub that you can get with it. Uh, I think the minis now will be, I think, like 80 or or $100. It doesn't have uh, it priced on here on the article I that see. I have pulled up. But, uh, yeah, it includes a home intercom system. So if you have multiple set up in the house or something and you're a distance away from something, you can say something to it, you know, to activate it like, hey, Google. Uh, hey, tell Frank to hey, come uh, get his dinner. Intercom, intercom the other room or something like that. And it'll pop up and you can talk like just a regular intercom system yeah. with the other person. And it'll also involve free Wi-Fi calling. So as long as you have your home thing connected to the house or anything like that, and it's connected to the Wi-Fi, you don't it'll be mobile. able to register anything that's on your phone that's paired to the network or anything mm-hmm. at the time. And you won't even need a phone. You'll be able to talk, hear them, you know, whatever. It's got the microphone built in. So you'll be able to just do Wi-Fi calling for free Wow, just by having that. Cool. Um, which I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, that'd be cool for like a kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're at home alone or That's something true. like that, they've got a home, a phone that you don't use anymore. Leave that at home, connected to the Wi-Fi, and they've got that. And if they need calls or something, you don't have a phone for your kid. Mm-hmm. They can just call whoever they need to at any point in time with yeah. that. I think that's kind of a cool feature. Call Frank. Yep, and then they have a whole home. Tell him uh, to come get his dinner. What they call the Nest Aware program uh, starts at six dollars a month. Uh, that's basically supposed to incorporate incorporate anything that's a uh, Nest oriented products. So you can pay for like full home security with it, you know, because they've got the Nest cams mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah. And uh, instead of having uh, to pay an extra fee or something yearly or whatever, they have a new thing that's set up for it. So you can have a security team on hand or anything if something happens. Kind of like having any kind of ADT uh, ADT or something yeah. like that. This this would be protected by the Nest team. Well, yeah. Holy cow. A lot of stuff. 
They're they're all in your in all up in your business. They're all up in my business. Yeah. Do you want to talk about HBO Max? Let's do it. Let's talk about some HBO Max. You've got the uh, the general details uh, that we should probably start this thing off with. The very uh, general details that yeah. I have of it is that the release window for the HBO Max is now officially in May of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have will have over 10,000 hours of content at, at launch. And uh, it will be starting at $15 monthly, mm-hmm. um, which is the same cost as your standard HBO Now or HBO Go subscription. Mm-hmm. So if you already had HBO or if you plan on getting HBO at any point in time in the year or whatever, exact same cost for a hell of a lot more. That's wild. So they're, they're just – are they essentially – they're going to just phase out HBO, like I, HBO Go, HBO HBO Max, Go and Now and stuff, are, I would assume, are going to be non-existent because the entire entire library that you would ever be able to get at any point in time on that, including like all of the movies and stuff too, Yeah, because they have a rotating library of movies, of, of course. course, on HBO at that mm-hmm. current point in time. That classic HBO movies, all of the TV series, documentaries, anything like that that's ever been on HBO is going to be available at your fingertips yeah. on Max as well. Yeah, that's so, wild. Yeah, and then on top of that, we have... What else? All your new stuff. Also, AT and T customers just get HBO for free, so yes, that's kind of cool. Um, so on top of all of that, we now have exclusive streaming rights for all of the Studio Ghibli uh, productions. Yes. So all of that's going to be on your Princess HBO Max. Mononoke, yeah, uh, Cloud in the Castle in the Sky, mm-hmm. Howl and Smooth uh, Castle, yeah, uh, you know, all of it. My my neighbor Totoro, uh, you name it. It's gonna be there. Um, this is the first time that it's available for streaming at all. If I know, if I if I know right, yeah. um, they barely have digital copies of most of this stuff. Um, some of it is just now getting digital in the states. I think there's a solid ten movies that you can actually get digitally, but there's mm-hmm. a whole slew it's of like Studio Ghibli twenty thirty yeah. yeah collection. I've got I've got them all in uh, little uh, 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 bootlegged DVDs of it all. Um, we also are getting a new Green Lantern series, uh, on mm-hmm. HBO Max, uh, from the DC folks. Um, this I'm assuming is taking place of the Green Lantern core, uh, movie that we were going to be getting, uh, that kind of, kind of got pushed to the side. So that's super exciting, uh, for those folks that dig the Green Lantern. I think it's a, a great idea to kind of put that on, um, on a, a TV series type thing, because it's essentially, you could make a space cop show. And uh, we know that cop shows do great as TV shows. So oh, yeah. why not? Um, we have killed a... Uh, this is HBO and HBO Max related. We've killed our Game of Thrones prequel that was initially in production uh, that had uh, some cast already tied to it. Mm-hmm. And then we have a new one now. And then we got another one that birthed out of it that is going to be on HBO Max. So that also tells me that HBO regular is going to be dying away if they're saying that this new uh, dragon uh, House of Dragons will be specifically on HBO Max now. I think they're pointing it at HBO Max as as the thing. I think if you want to watch it as it comes out, like weekly or something, you'll still be able to have HBO to watch it. Oh, you think? Yeah, for sure. They're it not just going to... It won't be CBS and CBL, CBS All no, Access? No, I you think, think this, that? they'll still do HBO on there. They, they would be stupid to not to. Or are they just going to call HBO HBO Max? Like, even... like. There won't be an HBO channel. There'll be an HBO Max channel. Uh, like they'll just rebrand everything to line up to it. I don't think or so. Or that'd be too simple for everybody. Because I mean, they they're not gonna take everything that's from, uh, from like CW titles and stuff like that. They're not gonna change those to like HBO Max titles anymore. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, like just the HBO titles. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's of its own network the same way that CW is as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. I get I get what you're saying, but like HBO and HBO Go and HBO Now are all synonymous together. So yeah. would they just? But you're just saying I'm HBO saying, is I'm the saying live version. Probably get rid of HBO Now and HBO Go. Yeah, sure. Because you have the only reason HBO Go is a thing is because if you have a television service like Dish Network yeah. and you have a subscription to HBO through that, you use HBO Go it. to have it because you've already paid for yeah. HBO. You don't have to pay for anything else. Absolutely. Same thing for HBO Now. You pay fifteen dollars monthly, and that is access to everything that's on HBO and HBO now HBO go. Yeah. You know, it's that whole home hub kind of thing of having it. I see them basically doing probably still having HBO go. If you're willing to pay for the service and having HBO on your television, they'll probably still have HBO go for specifically HBO products. But if it's the same price, why wouldn't you just have one product and not worry about marketing? The marketing dollars spent to do all of that. Because, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I I don't see any reason why they're making extra money, too, from those people that don't necessarily want to pay. There's going to be people that are going to pay for $15 extra every single month on their dish bill. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? You're talking about the dish people. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about, like, those people. But why would they just call the channel HBO Max, though, is what I, why, like, that just creates brand confusion. I don't know. I mean, there's already three different HBOs. That's true. They already got brain confusion. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there people don't know. There's a lot of people that don't know the difference between HBO Go and HBO Now. I had to actually look it up the other day because I wanted to do a subscription of HBO Now, HBO Go. Now is what you would want. If you don't have HBO. Oh, because it's on the go for someone who has it at home. I get it. That's what I'm saying. So HBO Go is like, if you have Dish Network and you're subscribed to HBO, you have access to everything that's on there. Just by downloading HBO yeah. Go, because it's ask, it asks you like right up front. It's like, hey, who's your service who's your provider? provider? Yep. You give them Dish Network or something, and it's just like, all right, here you go. Here's the whole library. You have it on the go. Way and to I go. see. I don't see them getting rid of that for those those people. You know what I mean? What do you mean I, those people? The people that have That's Dish or you know, Direct or whatever. <laughs> but when you like, just give that, them the access to HBO Max instead, I guess you could if you because they're paying to the same that. price. But I mean. I don't know. It's, it's, that's where it comes up to play. This is weird. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't do away with HBO Go specifically because there are going to be people that would want to just have access to only the HBO stuff. They're already paying the $15 monthly for that. And they're probably like, well, I mean, I guess if I get HBO Max, I guess I could cancel my HBO subscription and go over here and just do everything. But I would have to do it all digitally. Yeah. If you have HBO Go and you already have HBO on your TV, I mean, you could stream or you don't have to stream anything. You're viewing those things on HBO on the channel too, like any even time. Yeah. I just it just seems silly to keep going. It seems around. silly to us because we are all one hundred percent down for streaming. And but if you're but using streaming. Go, you might as well just use Max. Yes. Why why keep both platforms? Is all I'm saying. Because if you don't have that and you're a person that wants to watch HBO but you're giving it free to those people. You're giving not Max to that, those people. You're giving just HBO to those people. But you're giving it. But by by the way that they're saying it, if you're going HBO, a, any HBO subscriber is getting HBO Max. Yes. So you're just giving it to them already. So why keep go around? Why support that? I don't know. That platform is all I'm saying. I don't know. Um, Who knows? I don't know. Uh, Anyways, uh, other things that are also coming to this is a uh, the entire Rick and Morty library is going to be on there, not exclusively. I does say exclusively, I guess. Um, So they're gonna. It's going to be coming off of other streaming services. Hulu currently has uh, the ability to stream Rick and Morty. So 
Um, a lot of this news is telling me that things are going to be leaving Hulu soon, uh-huh. um, which is kind of Entire interesting. catalog of Friends will only be available on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, South Park's coming to HBO Max, not exclusively, but uh, we'll also be going over to there. Yeah, anything that's tied to Comedy Central will be on there. They, as HBO or uh, it's Warner Media yeah, or whatever. It's all the same umbrella. It's stuff. all that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's going to have the Joker movie, every Batman, Superman movie, uh, pretty much anything DC is going to be over there. There's some DC universe shows that'll be on there season wise. I think I read, it said the first season of Titans and the first season of Doom Patrol. I believe that they are not the entire library, but just, just the first seasons, I guess, to give people like a little bit of taste. I I would not be surprised if we are in the demise of DC universe within the next 12 months. I wouldn't be either. We talked about it for a while. And this this would be what we kind of – we had demised, you know, like maybe Amazon or something like that. We didn't know HBO Max was going to be point, a thing. Absolutely. But this is basically what we said. Yeah. Um, and I, to the extent that Stargirl, the new show that was going to be on DC Universe that they've developed and they've been working on, is now going to be a CW show. Wow. So they are they're moving content away from DC Universe now. Not just canceling the shows, they're moving content away. That move is the first move, I think, in a nail in that coffin. Um, along with the fact that they're developing that Green Lantern show and they're also developing an anthology series uh that Greg uh Berlanti is gonna be in charge of for like the the strange adventures kind of uh DC kind of comic stuff. So a lot of that. Uh, and they're also going to be uh, putting out the, the Hanna-Barbera and Looney Tunes uh, stuff is going to be on HBO Max as well as new series from Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera. Nice. So that should be pretty cool. Um, so all kinds of stuff going over to HBO Max. And like I said before, and I preface this intentionally, um, none of that really makes me want to buy this service because they don't have Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like, and this is what I discussed with Mandy too, uh, if you're willing to do it in the first place, this seems like the kind of move that would make me feel like I, I would honestly rather just be happy having two subscription services and making them Disney Plus and HBO Max. Oh, yeah? And I could probably be happy with both that way. Because, I mean, there's other ways I can watch Netflix series and other Hulu original oh, series, and they don't necessarily have to have... I don't have to have any of that other crap you're, that uh, me happy. You, you are, you're okay with the uh, the pirating side of the world. Uh yeah, and I don't mean that as a negative thing. I'm just I'm just saying that as a as a thing. No, yeah, definitely am. Um, yeah, I I think I mean I I really enjoy Hulu. I li- I enjoy the the live version. Like I the do live too. TV is something that that really it also just gets real pricey. Drives my oh yeah real fast. That forty five dollar bill, uh, is is not my friend. But mm, I don't know. Uh, what you got? We've got uh, this guy happening. Zoe Kravitz. Not guy, but girl. Sounds like she's a girl. Yeah. Cast as Catwoman (laughs) for The Batman. Yeah. Jonah Hill exited talks uh, for the film itself. He was never officially involved in it. He wasn't, but I mean, he was in talks for something at some point in time. But they they said that he exited the talks, so there's no more more speculation of anything as far as Jonah Hill is concerned. I wasn't really interested in him doing it uh, at all. Like he, he wasn't he wasn't anybody that was driving my uh, my anchor anywhere necessarily. So Mine, mine either, really, but. It's uh, it was still cool to know. I, I I like following everything that goes. It's revolving around this movie just because it's so interesting to me. I'm absolutely. I'm really curious about how 
this whole thing is going to end up being. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is a great uh, casting. Yeah, on that, I really like her. Uh, very, very pretty and very good actress. I think she'll play a good Catwoman. And then we had the Riddler cast as well. Yeah, Paul too. Dano. So Paul Dano is yeah. in the film now. Super excited about that. I love Paul Dano. He's, Paul Dano is fucking amazing. I've people. loved him ever since Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. And yeah. uh, he's. Excellent, excellent, and there will be blood. I can't. Yeah, his his performance in that is I cannot stress Absolutely. it enough. He's got a a newer movie. I think it came out last year that I've I've still wanted to see called Swiss Army Man mm-hmm. uh, with him and, and Dana, Dana Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's on Amazon or something too, is if it? I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see where we got another little thing. If you guys are uh, all on the Disney Plus train like we are, uh, one little uh, one little tidbit. If you want, they had a uh, if you want they have a little re- release trailer for showcasing all the content that's coming down the pike for it. Oh, yeah? Uh, the catch of it is that the trailer is literally meshed together of all of the trailers that currently exist for any of the stuff that's going to be on there. Oh, cool. And it's a three-hour-long trailer. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. That shows you how much content's yeah. going on. It's yeah. nuts. It's really, like, crazy. It's, like, all the original trailers for everything all mushed together that you watch back-to-back, and then it's, like... Hey, DuckTales coming to Disney Plus. Hey, Duck Green Duck coming to Disney Plus. And it's just like everything meshed together. Yeah. And it makes it over three hours long. They're, uh, <laughs> they're setting a precedent with their uh, original content at launch that I don't think we'll be able to see again. I think a lot of people will try. And I don't mean that because I'm a Disney boy or anything like that. But like, you're a Disney boy? The amount of things that they have at launch on this is utterly ridiculous. Between like live action, reality type shows, uh, you know, uh, content like The Mandalorian, uh, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. It's almost like, come on, really? <laughs> like, who's gonna have time to watch all this? Like, I don't know. You're setting everything up to be almost crazy. Uh, did you know that Ewan McGregor has known about the Obi Wan series for four years? I didn't know that, but I mean, he knew that like, they've been wanting to work on it for a like, long time. The whole speculation that had been happening all of this time. Uh, He's been signed on, and he's been, uh, not official, but they've been working out the details of this for four years. Like, from the time that they were speculating an Obi-Wan movie, like, he was on board for it. It's nuts to think about, though, too, because how many times have people at different conferences or whatever asked him about it? He's had to lie straight to their face. (laughs) Yeah, so many times. He's had to, yeah. I bet he's had so much fun with that shit. Absolutely. Did you see AMC theaters joining on the stream service? Uh, I did, um, and I don't know what that means at all. I, I didn't have a chance to actually look at it yet. Uh, so I have. Uh, it's uh, just an AMC premium streaming service that they have tied to them. Uh, offers over 2,000 titles. They're actually already launched. It's already happened. Oh. Um, it basically is a way for you to rent or purchase movies okay. through them. It's like a voodoo or something voodoo, like that. Yep, but it's all tied through AMC. It all uses your stubs card and stuff as well. So whenever you rent any movies or purchase any movies, it accrues you stubs points, points as you do. It right on. So it's kind of just incentivized. I mean, AMC is literally the world's largest theater chain. Is it really? Now. Yep. I'm A-listed. Yeah. I'm on a, a free trial right now. But. Cool. So that's what I mean. Like they've already got the A-list program. Mm-hmm. They've got this coming down the pike too. It's like oh, so many different things to try and help accrue points for something that's already like yeah. world's biggest chain as far as theaters that are concerned. You know, worldwide and everything. So it seems like they're kind of on the right track. I felt like after I saw this, I was like, man, this makes me like. I would rather just like rent the movies and stuff from there. Why not? Gradually over time, just getting like free money for popcorn yeah, or whatever the, yeah. else the hell I wanted to get. There's to no it, so. harm to it. No. Does it? Do they have uh, apps out for like 
the Roku and the Google like uh, Chrome and, and shit like that? No, like, the only thing that I saw it through right now mobile? was through mobile, uh, okay. but you can cast to it. You can cast, yeah. yeah but sense. there's nothing else on an app like uh, through like Amazon or anything like that. Or that Apple you can TV get, yeah, or, or Roku, yeah. yeah. I'm so just nothing. not a caster. I'm not a big caster. Oh, speaking of Apple, uh, Apple TV Plus comes out November 1st. Yeah. Uh, so it's been we're out. We're, we're deep into it. We uh, uh, raise up our uh, our pant legs. Are you getting that? Sidewater. To no. try it? No. I mean, if if they give me a free one because I just bought an iPhone, um, yeah. Speaking of. I'll try it. Did you hear about Disney year. Plus? That Verizon's given? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, people at Verizon have no clue what that means. Yeah. Uh, so I'd, I'd, I think we'll all be all along the ride together. I, it's not going to have any... Po- they said, uh, what I read in the article, they said all the people at the stores and stuff really aren't going to have any marketing until basically like the week before. Okay. They'll get the marketing and stuff for it. And then once it actually comes to the date of launch, people will be able to do it then. I had heard that it was only if you sign up for their internet service. No, it's for... Existing 4G and 5G customers. They're just giving it to you. Yep. A year of it for free. Yep. There has to be a catch. It, assisting and new. It said it's one full solid year for free. Has to be a catch. I don't know what it would be. There's nothing in any of the articles that have given any kind of a catch. I agree with that. I, I read through them, but it mysteriously didn't have a catch. Like, there wasn't a know-how. I really, how there was how. one that was on Verizon's page, like yeah. on Verizon.com that yeah. had a brief breakdown of it. And I read some of the small print and stuff like that. And it was just saying, like, the effective date is not until uh, November yeah. for, November 12th and blah, blah, blah. Somebody was, had said they read somewhere or had talked to someone where it had to do with the Internet service. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm curious to see what they actually specifically happens. said. Uh, customers that have 4G and 5G services. Just like everybody, and, isn't it? Yep. Anybody that has... Unli- <laughs> you have to have unlimited. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't be a per uh, gigabyte data. Which you is have almost no everybody, data. too. Yeah. I At mean, this point in time, if you have a Ryzen more like than crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the thing. And it said for new and existing customers that have the unlimited 4G and 5G services. Yeah. And just not lending it to anything else. That's interesting. Yeah. It makes and me wonder. We so many. I was like, that's like out? literally $70 worth of shit that they're just going to give away for free. When did you say that you find out? On the 12th? Like, you won't find out until the 12th? They said the details should arrive at the stores more like thorough details, like of how to go about it if yeah. people need to go to the store to help them, like, do it or something. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to do it. From your house, you know, and everything, think, set up everything. Depending on how they do it all. But uh, I guess it's supposed to be more details to, to stores and everything a week prior. Week prior. Okay, yeah. gotcha. By okay. the time this is out, we should have already known. We should, we should know what's going on, yeah. whether it was a giant floppy letdown or if it was something cool. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, evidently an order for a puppet, a puppet talk show by the Jim Henson Company for Disney+. Plus. And uh, the Lizzie McGuire revival is confirming uh, her mother, father, and brother are all going to be in the series. Uh, They showed a little cute cast picture uh, of it all. Uh, But those things are just kind of cruising along down the road. Uh, speaking of the Game of Thrones prequels, after we talked about the... They're they're bringing up the new one and stuff, but kind of tied to that or whatever. Uh, D&D. David Benioff, David Weiss, uh, parting ways with the Star Wars trilogy Star now Wars officially Did you to start re- working full on their Netflix shows, which they're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to do. So, did you? I get that, but I would. Uh, I, there's there's a difference between money and the fact that you get to work on Star Wars that I don't know if I would pass up the uh, the opportunity. Did, was did they say reasons why? Was there like a, a, a disagreement on direction at all? Or did they just say there was no discernitive reason why in no any deal. of the articles, nothing that was on okay. there that said it. They said that they the 
the uh, them being set up for the trilogy and stuff was just quote unquote in the works. It wasn't necessarily, I don't think anything that was like pinned or anything down for them. They just you. basically walked away from the table and said, Hey, Netflix is paying us. I think they're paying them like $70 million to do a set of like uh, movies and shit for Netflix. So like original movies over the course of the next like three or four years. And I mean, they're they. I, I don't know if they just weren't going to be paid as much to do Star Wars or what. Yeah. You would think that with a franchise as deep as it and is, three movies, like three movies that you would probably get paid a little bit more yeah. than seventy million dollars. So six but years of your life. I don't know. Maybe maybe they see a lot of potential with what's yeah. going to be coming down the pipe of them from Netflix yeah. or. What? And evidently, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still in play. Yeah, um, I, but it I makes me that. sad that's not going to be Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's I, I mean who knew I, I who hope knows? that that's still something that's going to be on on the table because I would still love to see you know like real life yeah. Darth Revan and shit like right. that I want to see that take place mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of you know they've got those dates kind of secured and obviously they can move dates if they need to and whatnot but um, if they want to keep that 2022 date they kind of got to get moving soon oh yeah on on that on them their movies um the I, I had mentioned uh companies letting uh the fans pitch ideas on things and that we would have another piece in the news uh it was dc universe actually that is offering uh, for fans to pitch their own ideas for a um and i know that i just said that dc universe is on its demise uh but evidently they've got different ideas to keep it going but they are wanting dcu which is dc you uh to do uh to give ideas for unscripted uh tv shows so they're looking for some options that makes sense for them uh because they're looking for probably cheap ways to develop tv shows um instead of the the kind shows of the, they've been making in a similar vein of like kind of what they were doing with the pixar thing yeah absolutely in a way absolutely it is absolutely um, and so they're, they're trying to figure it out. You can get on DC universe now, uh, uh DC unscripted.com is where you can go to pitch your ideas for an unscripted, cool. uh, TV show there. D oh, sorry. DCU unscripted. There's two years okay. in there. I didn't see that. Um, but yeah, you can check that out. If you're, if you got a nice idea for a unscripted TV show, there's an official Kylo Ren prequel in the works and it has Adam driver pinned to it. Really? Yep. I'll believe it when I see it. I will too, but I, it makes me excited <laughs> though too. Seeing like having a uh, having a little bit more insight to potentially like where the Knights of Ren maybe kind of tie into different things. I do want to see more of Knights of Ren, and, and depending on how this movie shapes up, we may not get a lot of it. I was thinking about everything they have to accomplish in this movie in yeah. Rise of Skywalker. It's and two and a half hours, which is beefy, but it's not it's as much not, as what you would think, really. Yeah. I mean, it's it's enough. It'll be a good. It'll be. I'm sure it's a tight two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm sure it's a great uh, movie and and everything. But but in that time, I don't think we're gonna get the development on Knights of Ren that we maybe would have seen. I think if that's, that's Abrams kind of was in the second movie, if leading he was into this. Like they're, they're gonna shoot it fast enough, kind of a thing. You know, I don't know how fast it would go. I'd rather see it as a series, honestly. Um, It'd be nice, but I mean, that the, the whole thing is it's not supposed to be a series. They said it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see Adam Driver carrying a, a movie on his own. I like him, but I'd, his, his emo Kylo Ren is just not enough to carry a movie by itself. And maybe he's not going to be as, as emo as you think, because he's not like been so coerced yet at that point. But then you have to go really young and can you really like Adam Driver is going to be 12 years old. He doesn't necessarily have to be <laughs> in the movie as 
You think he's good? Like, oh, I was, I when I was twelve. Like he's kind of flashing back. Could be to it, kind of doing a, a little flash. Maybe this sequence. could be like an innuendo too. That like maybe Kylo does survive the whole crash of everything that's about to go down. I think shit. he will. I think and then maybe survive. that'll be what you see. You know, maybe it'd be like him. Maybe he survives. Maybe he becomes good or something like that. And maybe this is like. This movie could start off with him at like a fucking new Jedi temple, and he's teaching Jedi, telling stories, and he's telling a story, and it talks about him younger, like fighting side by side with, you know, uh, Luke at one point in time, fighting against the Knights of Ren or something together. Yeah, I mean, if they can, if they can do something where they get a Luke back in there, and they can, and just kind of mess with Mark Hamill a little bit more, while we've got him, I mean, why not? Why not get a little bit more Mark Hamill in that? And you got Harrison Ford still. You can. Go and tell some different stories, but I just um, it'll be an interesting narrative uh, or a lower budget movie. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be giant. You know, it could it could just be a movie of him training and flashbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, I'd be all on board with that too. Um, we're already in the works and development on Adam's Family two of the animated series. It yeah. looks like, um, so I guess it's doing well. Have you heard anything? Seen anything? No, I, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews since it's been released. Uh, some people saying that it's pretty average it's it's what you would come to expect from a movie of that kind of a caliber a lot of people saying it's an absolute shit show the acting's not as well done as what you would hope um i i called that from the beginning i felt just... like honestly from the get I, it just seemed like it would be an average go you know yeah. i mean like a fun you know like i i would never go to the theaters to see it no and it sucks but i just wouldn't it doesn't it's not the kind of movie that i want to go to the theaters to see sure i, I i'm i'm totally comfortable waiting if it was something that was live action i might actually go to the theaters to see yeah. but um from an animated feature like that it's like the same thing i would never go to the theaters to go watch despicable me anything and that's you not... will soon will i when betty gets older like you're gonna be taking yeah, her to movie theaters I all kinds so, of stuff, stuff we'll like see. that. i guess she'll want she'll want in you'll be she'll be like i want to see that movie daddy and i'll be like all right well there's like seven animated films coming out from disney this year you need to pick like two <laughs> that's what you think. Um, you want to talk about our uh, our movies that are coming with our game subscriptions this uh, November that have been released? Movies? Uh, did I say movies? You I said meant, movies. I meant games. Okay, yeah. Let's games. talk about that. Uh, you're talking. You're referring to Xbox Games with Gold and, and PlayStation Plus Games of the Month. I am indeed yes. talking about those things. Tell me about the November games. Um, can we talk about one thing real quick though? One this thing. advertisement I says November why. free games for PlayStation Plus members. Yes, you have to pay for PlayStation Plus membership. You do. These games are not free. They are free once you've paid for that. <laughs> do you realize how how silly that sentence Say is? This. Just came how out much? Of my mouth. How much is PlayStation Plus? Uh, oh, I don't know. Ten dollars. Ten dollars a month. Maybe. Okay. Sure. So we'll say it's ten dollars a month. Okay. Neo, I know for right now, if you mm-hmm. went to go buy that game new, even digitally, is probably thirty bucks. But I paid for that game. You paid with my membership. You paid ten dollars for a thirty dollar game. Yeah, but yeah. I still paid for it. You did. It was okay. a twenty dollar discount. Sure. <laughs> if I don't have this membership any longer, I don't have this game. Yeah, you can still have it in nope. your library. They go away. They don't go away. They do go away. Okay. I, I, I know because I researched it before I renewed my, my PlayStation Plus membership. Okay. They do they definitely go away. Because I know like, the games that I have with like games with gold and stuff like that, they're all still on my hard drive. Maybe if you download them. Yeah, I mean... But if you you don't get to keep them if you don't have them downloaded the game, on your have hard to download drive. Them. But if you don't download it and you end your membership, you don't have that game anymore. 
I think you do you don't have the ability to download. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about games with gold. But I did all my research on PlayStation yeah, I don't Plus. even... I've not had PlayStation Plus for probably almost a year. So they're not free, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> There's a monetary exchange to receive these games, yeah. therefore it is I not I feel like free. it's that way with a lot of things anymore, yeah. especially on the gaming side of things. And it's, it's, it's also been that way for a long time with like music and shit, too. That's silly marketing. I guess. I mean, it's, it's just, just streaming shit. It's the same. It's, everything's going towards streaming. But you pay for it. Yeah. It's you pay free. for Netflix. Yeah, it's not free. I don't. I don't get the. Here's the new movies that are free for November on Netflix. They could. They could say that though. If they did, I would <laughs> maybe end my subscription. <laughs> they were just like, "Hey, guess what? For Netflix, <laughs> this next season of Stranger Things free. free. It's on, on us." us. <laughs> Oh, if they did, I would I would write them a letter. I would write them a strongly worded letter. You, get, you take a terse tone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the the games uh, for PlayStation Plus for November are Neo. I've never heard of this game whatsoever, but you seem to have heard of it. It's a thirty dollars game. I hear. I have it on play, on uh, on PC. Is it a good game? What's it do? What's it do? Yeah, uh, it's kind of the same vein of like a Dark Souls esque. Okay, kind of set up in like a. More like feudal Japan samurai esque type thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically kind of like uh, like Sekiro, but like before Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Thing. Yes, before that was a thing. Though. Oh, um, but uh, it's a great game. It's fun. And Neo Two is in development, maybe. Yep. Okay. It cool. should be out. I think next year. That's kind of neat. That's good. Um, and then Outlast Two, which I feel is a total misstep. Should have came out last this current October month because um, it's a scary game. What came out this month? Um, not a scary game. I don't. Call think. of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. I think so, because Call of Duty came out this month. You're right. It yes. totally did. And that's um, why they wanted to do that marketing, because they were uh, like, there's so much shit with Call of like, Duty and stuff that's like exclusive to PlayStation. You get this this map or this game. T- uh, I think in, in this Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, it was uh, you get this game type on PlayStation only for a full year oh. before it comes available for PC or uh, Xbox players. Dang. and uh, But uh, they, they put out like MLB or something like that was the other game. Like oh, I think 2019. It's FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those yeah. like wh- if you knew Outlast 2 was coming, why not put it in October? It just makes more sense. It does. Um, but I'm excited for this because I've never played an Outlast game and I've never wanted to, even when it's on sale, like I never wanted to spend like the eight bucks it was to get like the Outlast one bundle. I you don't have PlayStation Plus anymore. Oh, I do. No, I do. That's oh, why do? I, like oh, okay. I, I researched it because I there were games I wanted to play on PlayStation Plus. Gotcha. But I was like, oh, I don't want to renew, but then I was like, well, I guess I will. Yeah. Um, because it was cheaper to just renew for sixty bucks. You'll like Outlast too, but to a certain extent, you might not as much. I, it's it's very atmos- it's me, atmospheric like Layers of Fear is, but just imagine Layers of Fear, um, which you know you don't have weapons in that game yeah. either. But there's actually like shit that's chasing you. So I mean, you you you, you do have you. to you do have to run. You have to hide in like lockers and all kinds of different shit that's Ooh. around. That to be difficult. able to get away from the creatures that are chasing you. So I got to like no I got to be smart enough to go, "Hey, there's a locker I could hide in there." Yes. It won't tell me like hide in the locker. It'll help you. It a will. little bit at first, but then it it'll eventually come up to like, "Hey, you hey, should know by now that dummy, you need run to run away here. from this guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, those are fun. Uh yeah, uh last game last Oh, last month was uh, uh, Last of Us Remastered and MLB oh, The yeah. Show. 19. Okay, yeah. So Last of Us but Remastered was because they announced twos. They did the right. trailer. The for previous it, so month yeah. was Call of Duty. You are correct. Yes. I do remember that for sure. Um, but yeah, that's what we got there. And then games for uh, the gold. Gold. I like gold. 
we got all kinds of things. We got Sherlock Holmes, the Devil's Daughter. The Sherlock Holmes games are are pretty hit or miss, but they they can be pretty fun. It, it's a very just detective noir type of a thing. Like it, it plays like uh, like L.A. noir or sometimes even like a uh, like the one that I played was kind of like a mix between a point and click game, like a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. And then kind of mixing that with something along the lines of like a uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of the game now. Condemned. Okay. That was on Xbox 360. Does it? Does your Sherlock look like He's RDJ? The, who? Robert Downey Jr. No, no, oh, no, does not. No, gotcha. it's it's their own imagination, like other what they would imagine that Sherlock Holmes actually looked okay. like, kind of a thing. Gotcha. Then we get the Final Station. Nobody's no ever heard of that game. No idea what that is. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. That's a game. That's uh, you're in space. That's an Xbox mm. One or Xbox 360 game. I'm not a big Star Wars in space game. Uh, I've never, I, never been good at that. I have loved Rose, Rogue Squadron back yeah. on like Nintendo 64 and GameCube. Is that uh, like you're just in space the whole time, like fighting yep. battles and yep. stuff? No, like that. no ground combat. It's I never just could do that. Like I was, I just kind of sucked at it. I've always liked the Rogue Squadron ones. I think the Rogue Squadron follows. Uh, Biggs. Fuck. What's his name? Biggs. Is it Biggs? Mm. Jason I can't think Biggs. of it. No, Jake. And Big star fighter. I'll find out what it is. Um, what else? I'm close. It's it's close to that. It, and then you're you're you are really close. I'm right in the neighborhood. Joyride Turbo. I'm sure that's like a racing game of some sort that you that you play. I would assume so, but I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, full of games. Not super cool games. It doesn't sound like they're kind of just okay games, but. That's what we got for games of gold. Your Wedge. Wedge, Wedge Antilles. Antilles. Yeah, because yeah. he's still been like, he's been alive through all the movies and shit. That's true. Yeah. Who's Biggs? What's Biggs' last name? I don't remember. Jason. Yeah. Biggs Jason. Biggs Jason. <laughs> uh, do you want to dive into a couple of quick personals? Yeah, of course. We are verging on two hours already. It's okay. Holy snap. We're I actually you. had thought about one point in time whenever it hit like an hour and a half of typing up a little thing and being like, hey, we should just do a second part, but it's also past 11 p.m., so let's, we're let's just, do this. We're just giving you a, a chunky boy to, this yeah, week. you get dual chunks. We get, all right, let's uh, let's dive in. I, I won't go through everything. I'll just go through some some uh, hot points. I don't play any games. I don't I don't play games right now. I'm out of the video game world, uh, not on purpose. I don't hate games. But you're about to hop in. I actually, like, I really want to, I, I, they had, like, that remaster of The Lion King and Aladdin come out that I was like, oh, I'd really like to buy that for Switch. That'd be fun to play. Uh, or the Loin King. Did the, you see that? The, loin the packaging that they had online whenever they were uh, whenever <laughs> they, it first they came out. They mixed the O and yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. So all of like the, the digital marking said the Loin King. I and want a Loin Aladdin. King game. Yeah. That's awesome. I wish they would print it that way. And they've got a humble bundle with uh, uh, Tojim and Earl for mm-hmm. PC that I was like... You're definitely going to get in on... on Jedi Fallen Order, right? I am going to get in on Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. I feel like for Jedi Fallen Order, and I said the same thing too with Call of Duty, I, both of them, it's this month in, in oh. November. I feel like I'm going to wait until Black Friday because I think that both of those will have a price drop to like 40 bucks. I'm going to buy digital anyways. I don't so know. If, if I can save $20, probably, I'm yeah. just going to do it. I'm too lazy. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. No. You are. If I get EA all EA access, uh, I don't get it for free, right? 
No, you won't get it for free, I don't think. I think I get it at a discount. You definitely like get it at a discount. Or something like that. Maybe more than that. I think like there was a new EA game that came out not too long ago that they like whenever it came out on launch, if you had EA access on Xbox One, it showed that you could get it for like it was like something weird, like twenty twenty three dollars and ninety nine cents like off. It's like a, it's like a twenty four dollars like off, eighteen like percent off. Like yeah. it's not exactly twenty. Yeah. They couldn't just be like, "Hey, here's it. You can get it for forty. They were I like, may, "No, you can get it for like thirty seven. I may just get like <laughs> buy a, a month of EA access and take advantage of that. Yeah, if you uh, do it digitally, that's probably the smartest way I'll to do, do it. It's like I think like maybe five or ten bucks monthly. Yeah, and I got just it for pop it on one there month. for that, and then get it for like twenty bucks or something off. Because I thought that I was gonna get the uh, Alice uh, Madness uh, Returns. Yes, uh, game through EA All Access, and I was super excited because it's only on PlayStation Three, um, but it isn't ported into the PlayStation EA All Access. It's only available on the Xbox. Uh, for that, and I was really bummed yeah. out about that. They've been doing the exclusives with that too. How dare recently. they? I how, don't know why. How dare they? I would feel like <laughs> I don't get. I mean, I guess I yeah. Microsoft probably pays more money for them no, or yeah, something sure. like that, Absolutely. and that makes sense. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, just if you're gonna have a third party service and you know you're a third party service, just make your shit the same across the board. Yeah, that's that's all there is to it. That's true. That's fair. Absolutely. I wish I've always felt that way. They did that shit with Destiny, like PlayStation. Mm. Whenever they were tied to their Activision, like PlayStation would have certain guns and strikes and shit like that first, and they would not come until like a full almost year to Xbox or PC players now. And it's the same thing with Call of Duty, like I just said earlier. Mm -hmm. Like a whole fucking year worth of a whole different game type for multiplayer mm -hmm. that you can play only on PlayStation that now won't I, be on there until. I like the little things like they did with Kingdom Hearts 3 where it's like you get the exclusive PlayStation Blade or the yeah. where it doesn't have Xbox any CDs. kind of buy-in. It's, it's, it's the exact same thing, yeah. but it's just like, which console are you going to get it on? Yeah. You'll get this cool green Keyblade yeah, or you'll get this blue Keyblade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They both have maybe different perks or something, but the you're getting the same, same blade. Uh, they mm -hmm. just, I, I think just they just look like different. Like palette swap. Yeah, and I like that. Like, Make it look cool based on that console, whatever. Yeah. That's fine, but don't give somebody a better thing. That's yeah. silly. I love that way too. With like, uh, it's drawing a line on the same. With that like you don't need Xbox to. and PlayStation back in the day, with uh, with the Soul Calibur characters. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. everybody, everything yeah. had different mm -hmm. caliber characters. Like that, that's cool. Yeah. So like, I mean, if you had Xbox, you were like, you're gonna get Yoda, and mm -hmm. Yoda's fucking rad. Or if you get PlayStation, you're gonna have Darth Vader, and Darth Vader's definitely fucking rad. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't really care one way or another which one I would yeah. play because they're like both cool characters. Pokemon Red and Blue. Like, at that point, you're yeah. really you're not getting a better game. You're just getting a different game. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Don't have to split the difference. Make Absolutely. it make it even playing ground. Absolutely. Uh, I have been playing a game. Tell me about it. Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah? The, I got the it. remaster? The remaster. How is it? Nintendo Switch. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very beautiful game. I will say my only grievance with it that I've had so far are uh, two things, and I knew I would probably have them going into this. Uh, number one, the directional pad is not like uh not directional pad, but just the way that he moves. Mm -hmm. Uh, whenever you move Link in the different directions, he's uh jolted in specific directions. It's almost like you can control eight directions instead of giving him fluid motion, which oh. did not make sense to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. It's it's like they made it almost like you were playing on like a SNES or something mm -hmm. like that, where it's very square based. Like yeah, like you have like this just. It's not that you have limited motion because you can move in eight different directions. Of course, but at the same time, it looks like the way he snaps 
like mm-hmm. actually makes him look like he's snapping into different like directions yeah. where he's walking. And it's not fluid, and it just kind of irks me seeing that because like even something like Link Between Worlds on 3DS had fluid motion and it played beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I guess it was a style choice to do it this way to make it look this way. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, yeah, I would have, I would have ra- rather have just had free roam of motion and stuff yeah. like that. The other thing too is for whatever reason. This game is also quite a substantially dumbed down from like Breath of the Wild kind of means. Of course, yeah. It has a lot of lag. Really? Like a lot of lag. Like hmm. you'll go onto a screen and there might be like four or five moblins or something like that. And you'll be fighting them and th- you'll see some screen stutter and stuff too. And this game should That's have bizarre. no issues playing no. at like 1080p, even 30 frames a second. Not it should eat fucking sixty frames a second. It's not a. It's a beautiful game and it's an awesome art style, but it's not that crazy to think that it should do this because I know Breath of the Wild had a lot of issues with that at first, but then through patch updates and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it got super clean and super polished. I never hardly have any of those issues with yeah. a game like Breath of the Wild. There should be zero reason, even if it's like a style choice or something, that this should do this. Other than that, it's great. Cool. The the game itself plays. Just like the other game, uh, story-wise, I mean, anyway, um, it, it, it's absolutely beautiful. I love the art choices that they did with them, making them look like the little action figurines, kind of, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the screen blur, you don't really notice it after a while. At first, whenever I was first dropped down onto uh, to the island, and you're, like, kind of waking up and stuff, and you're walking around out in this wooded area of the city and outside of, like, maybe village, you see... Uh, this like lens blur that's kind of on the edges of the screen and it's supposed to kind of lend to more of like a, uh, Hey, this is basically like an old Zelda type of a thing to it. Um, and, and at first it kind of like, I noticed it and it's a really cool art style choice, but after a while you just kind of, you're so honed in and focused on what's going on front and center. You really don't hardly notice it that bad at all. I heard some people complaining about it, but I thought it was kind of a cool art style choice. Like I said, those are probably the only two things that I have that I could probably say, like, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I think I'm over halfway through this now, uh, probably close to eight to 10 hours. Gotcha. Um, if you, I'm trying to do all the side quest stuff that I can possibly do, so it'll probably be like roughly like a 20 hour experience. Um, so far, it's been really good. Like I said, it's it's probably not a solid well. I would say medium well if I was going to judge it on yes. that scale. I was uh, hoping you'd bring back the meat. Yeah, I, I think that that's that's uh, that's where I'm going with it. But that's uh, that's what I've been playing. I played a little bit of Shadow Keep, but nothing really super new to report on that front. Okay. I'm just building and grinding on that. Nice. Um, Movies, I think last time I talked about some things, but I have a couple others that I haven't talked about. What about yeah. you? Um, I'm going to talk about two, well, I'll talk about three specific things. I've watched a lot of things. Uh, I started watching Watchmen. Um, yeah. I got I got the HBO Go. Max? Max. No. Uh, now. Now. Shit. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was already confused, and then you threw Max, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. HBO Now. I got a, a like a four-day trial or a seven-day trial, whatever the hell it is. I'm sure it's seven. Four would be a really weird. Two episodes weird. out now? Two episodes As are out. This. Um, it's really good. I, I'm enjoying it a, a lot. Um, I'm not going to continue my subscription. I'm going to wait until it all comes out yeah. and finish it up. But I, I watched both episodes last night. Um, it was that good that I was just like, I'm just going to keep digesting this thing. Um, I'll tell you, man, like fucking Damon Lindelof is a fucking hell of a writer. Yeah. I love his writing. Yeah, it's really good. I, I like the what they're building. There's very, there's just nice nods and existing, like the characters kind of exist in ways uh, that you're, the ones that you're familiar with. Uh, but then they're building these these new characters. Regina King kicks 
ass. Yeah, I've heard nothing about good things like, about, she's about just, her. She is uh, wild. Uh, it's it's. What's good. her character name? Uh, I cannot remember it. Okay, I didn't uh, know if she had like a hero got, name uh, as well. Uh, like uh, her her hero name is like sister something. Okay, uh, she's kind of dressed up like a nun a little bit is what that's supposed to be that we've seen. Is it like with like she's got like the badge on her side? She's or got a badge on her on her little sheath yeah. belt, and then she's got uh, she like sprays uh, like a, a paint across her eyes as a black, and then she yeah. has a little thing covered up and then a hood. Um, and, uh, yeah, she just kicks ass. She's kind of like a, a police mercenary a little bit Yeah. in that, like, she's a retired police officer after some crazy stuff went down. Um, and so she, when she's got ties with the police office, uh, the, the police department, there we go, uh, still, but she's not a, a police officer. And so they'll call her in and kind of, uh, when things are going bad or when things are going on, uh. But it's starting to get uh, pretty funky on it. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ozymandias is uh, kind of like he's older. Ozymandias he, yeah. or something. Yeah. He's got a he's got a a part in the show. Like he is existing, but he hasn't kind of crossed into anything else yet. He's got this weird. He lives in this mansion and he doesn't leave it. And he's got clones of these people. That he, even like, like at the end of uh, actual Watchmen series proper, he's essentially our villain, basically, right? Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got his own like he's got a weird warped he's view kind of, of yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like he's essentially basically like our villain at the end of it. Yeah. Like he's he's the reason why the creature comes to Earth, mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's like the whole thing is all spurred because of him. Yeah. So I mean, is he still kind of like our quote unquote villain? Is he like significant I, in that way? You think? No, or? no, no, no. Um, I think he's gonna be a a what I think is he's going to be some sort of key piece of the puzzle that fits in later. Okay. Um, they're going to keep running this like little side story where we visit him and see what he's up to. But he has, uh, as of right now, has no interactions with the outside world. Uh, he's got these two servants that he has clones of these servants. Like they're just this man and this woman and they serve him. And then you find out there's a bunch of this man and a bunch of this woman. Um, but he, they're like, he's not leaving that house. And then uh, what's kind of cool is on TV right now uh, on in, in the show is like a, 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 uh, like a history channel version of the Watchmen. That's cool. Like, so that's all going so do you on. See, do you, uh, apart from older Osmandius, is there any other Watchmen? From the original run? No. None that you've known yet? No, not yet. Um, I can say that when they went through and they were kind of showing the... They had like a preview of the the uh, the Watchmen documentary that they were doing or whatever. Yeah. The show that they were playing, there was like a little advertisement. And it looked like they visually were the same people. Like Carla, what's her name? Yeah. Is the Spectre. Um, yeah. And, and like Spectre. those characters look like What you people. see there. Yeah, because it's the same actor that played Osmandias, right? Is it? That's what yeah, I was I'm pretty wondering. sure. They just like aged him up a bit. I think it's the same I guy. Think he's just older. <laughs> I don't mean, I, I, Yeah, he might be older, but I mean, like, it's not been that long that he needs. Like, yeah. he does. He looks like, like he's older. Fifteen years since I, Watchmen. Yeah. No, I think so. No, probably pretty close. I felt like it was like 2009 or 10. I think it's like I think it's more before that even. Wow. I don't know for sure. Um. 2019. 19. <laughs> oh, nine. Yeah, you're right. It's only been 10 years. 2009. Where? That's the second one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah 10 years. But uh, I really like what they're doing, so I'm a little off on that. Um, but yeah, who who played uh, Ozymandias? Good. No, that's not, not him. Not the same guy? That's, no. 
It's, he's in, it's he's some, in Downton Abbey. It's some guy who's actually just old. Uh, <laughs> is that the guy who played Ozymandias? Yeah, it yep. is. Holy cow. Yeah, not him. Uh, the what they're doing with the Rorschachs is pretty cool. There's like they're like a white supremacy group. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really kind of interesting what, the way that they're playing that, and they're they're building on you know Watchmen's kind of got this weird kind of ability to build in real history and real issues with this fictitious world, and everything starts off with this massacre that happened in I think Utah. Uh, which was like a, a a a race massacre where there was this town. I th- I think it's Utah. And I might be completely wrong. Where uh, a bunch of African Americans were like thriving. And it was a big business town for African Americans, and a bunch of uh, white people came in and just wiped out the entire town in like a, the span of a couple of days. Wow! And it's real. It actually happened. And they they're building this show around that massacre. Wow. As like, there's a lot of pieces that keep going back into that, and uh, so it's it's pretty cool the way that they're building this there's a story. Lot of cool people in the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, in it. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson's Tim really Mc good. Tim Nelson, Don Johnson. That's Blue Yaya Gossett Jr. Yaya is uh, is Cal. Okay, that's the guy that's in uh, uh, Matrix Four. Uh huh. Yeah. He's he's good in that, Call and he's uh, the same guy that's uh, Black Manta in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, you telling me that. Yeah, I still haven't got to watch Aquaman yet. He's good people. I I didn't really. I don't much like. He's okay in Aquaman. I really don't think he gets to do anything but have an angry face. Um, but he's good in this show. I like him a lot. Um, he's good. Oh, I, he is. He's the the dad in us. Uh, yes. Is that who? Yes. He's got. Russell. He he looks completely different in us. Like he's got a big beard in us, doesn't he? Think so? Is it is it the dad? I never watched us yet either. Oh, you haven't watched us? Nope. Um, we'll see. Yeah, it would have to be, or he at least has a beard. He's been clean shaven, and what I was thinking of. Um, that's but not it. yeah, that's really good. So Watchmen's great. Two episodes in. Uh, Righteous Gemstones. I finished that up. Um, Did you like it? It's amazing. That it's it's not even like that. And I think I talked about this when I was talking to you about it before. It's not even that. It's super hilarious. It's just a really good story. That's got comedy to it. Like I didn't even, I don't even know if I LOL'd very much, uh, but it was, it was the kind of show that makes you keep watching it. Did over you say LOL'd, yeah, like laugh out loud. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know what it means. Um, but it's, it's very good. Judy, the sister, is that for me is who's like carrying that show. Besides John Goodman, I mean John Goodman's like solid. He's good, man. Uh, he's good, man. Uh, but uh, the the sister uh, Judy is really good, and then. Uh, their uncle, which is played by uh, what's his name, the guy that has Walter Goggins. Yeah, yes, uh, yes. Or Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Uh, he is awesome. He's Walton a, Goggins is like fucking gold on almost anything. He's that amazing. He touches, dude. Yeah, he's like Timothy Oliphant. Yes, and uh, he, he's also in Justified. He is also in Justified. <laughs> and yes, he's he amazing in Justified. <laughs> <laughs> They're both amazing in Justified. I forgot about that. Holy Welcome shit. to your Justified Fan Podcast. And then uh, <laughs> uh, final, final, final thing I want to talk about in the okay. movie movies. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Yes. I've seen it twice now. Okay. And it is magnificent. Yeah. It's so good. Um, is, I, it, is it so good because the story and everything is actually like plays really well? Or is it just so good because it is nothing but a nostalgia trip? All of the above. It's it's a really good movie. Like I really like the story. 
Yeah. Um, it it is uh, you know I following Kevin as he was cutting this movie, just kind of listening to the things he was talking about. Um, he did so many edits of this. That's kind of a scary little block there. It, that... it, it's fine. Okay, cool. It'll come back. It happens that way sometimes. It's just an audio thing. Sorry, guys. Um, and uh, and but he was just kind of generally talking about how he kept cutting it and cutting it and cutting it and just trying to trim out any yeah. kind of fat in it. And that movie runs so tight and so fast yeah. that I needed a second viewing, and I'll probably need a Literally, third there viewing. There so many people that kept saying stuff like, uh, like, well, not so many people. Kevin kept saying like he kept having people come over yeah. to his house to view it. Just sharing it, Just yeah. to try and find means to trim whatever. Like, did this really play well? Should I keep it? Yeah. He said he watches it every night that they screen it still. Yeah. Like, he, he sits in the back of the audience, and he watches that movie. Every night, he said. Sometimes it's multiple times a day. Jay doesn't. He Jay plays Fortnite uh, yeah. while the movie's on. Yep. Um, but but Kevin watches it every single showing, and uh, he he said that I still yeah. love I mean, the movie. It's Kevin's. I mean, it's not not that it's not Jay's passion yeah. project, but I mean, Jay's got other shit going on. This is like Absolutely. this is what Kevin lives and breathes. Yeah. This is his thing. But it's the cameos are great. Um, all Was the cameo ones, in it. The cameo is wonderful. Um, I cried both times watching it. Um, it's very heartfelt. Um, it is, wow. it's a, it's a, it's a good, uh, a good flick laughed a lot. Um, I can't wait for it to come out. It doesn't come out, you know, to stream or to buy digitally until sometime next year. Yeah. Um, because they're touring it, I think all the way up until like February or March of next year. Um, but yeah, I got to see it on the fathom events, uh, event. Yeah. And then you I, went to St. Louis and right? for the fathom event. Where was your Fathom? Fathom was in Cape. Cape. Yeah, Fathom okay. was in Cape. Fathom was in Cape. Um, and then went to St. Louis to the pageant to okay, see the, the live show, in, show with yeah. uh, with Kevin and Jay. Okay. And uh, the Q&A was great. Uh, really enjoyed that as well. Um, had some funny stories to Did tell. you get to ask a question? Uh, no, I, I didn't really have anything that I had to ask. You just wanted to participate and listen? Is it to listen? Yeah. 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 It's good to see him. It's good to see someone that you, you kind of see as a hero and someone who kind of shaped my world as an adult, someone who I, I look to not just for comedy, but like guidance on how they handle situations. Cause yeah. he's just an all around good dude. Like, yeah. And the way that he handles situations and the way that he promotes creating art and everything is just, it, it speaks a lot to me. So it's always pretty cool to see him. Absolutely. But yeah, loved it. Well, you've been watching uh, a couple other things. I talked about the conjuring stuff the last time, so yeah. I'm not going to go on about that yet. Uh, yeah, don't anymore. do that. Uh, until I hear, uh, we're going to watch the rest of them too. So I'll have more on that down the road. Um, but we watched those three movies, watch Moana. Moana? Uh, yep. Never seen it before. I haven't either. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I've got it. it in my, uh, it's on Netflix still, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I think so. It's yeah. on my, it's on my, it was, it was actually live on a, on a Disney or something. Whenever we had One it on, on Hulu and we just watched it while I was putting together, uh, a, uh, a desk thing, like a cabinet thing out mm-hmm. there that we have in the living room now uh, for Betty to have our toy store. And I was doing that and we was watching it together and stuff. And it's a really cool movie. How, the song's good and everything. Songs are great too? in it. I, I've loved fucking Jermaine's character, the the crab that's in the movie. He's like some undersea monster, giant, larger than life crab that, um, fuck, I can't think of the Rock's character's name now. Uh, he's a god, right? He's like a demigod kind of thing, yeah. Okay. Um, he was like just a normal person, but the gods like brought him up and made gave him this like magic hook that mm. ended up giving him like powers and stuff and letting him like turn into other animals and things. And uh, that creature, the giant crab, has the hook. 
Mm. Um, so they're going back down to these depths of the oceans where the monsters live to to get the the hook back. And his character is like fucking. It, it is literally just Jermaine Clement, but just as a crab. Nice. Like it just wholeheartedly is just like. I just listen to you talk all day. That's <laughs> I, love, I love Brett and Jermaine and those dudes from Flight of the Concord so much. But it's such a great movie. It was a really cool story. I loved how it wrapped up and everything. I highly recommend it. Obviously, everybody that's probably listening has seen it in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, the only thing I knew was you're welcome uh, going into it, which is one of the musical numbers. And that was that was well, it. You know more than I did. Yep. Um, and apart from that, I watched a little animated movie called Batman Hush. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How is it? It was pretty fucking rad. Cool. Um, it was weird not having uh, the voices I expected coming out of Batman. It's, it's not Conroy. It's not. But yeah. I was. I was. I mean, I knew it wasn't going into it. But it's just anymore. Anytime I see anything that's animated, part of me just feels like I it still wanted to be. <laughs> but uh, it's it's really well done. Really well voice acted. It follows the comic uh, to a T. Um, even like almost line for line. Sometimes there's a point in time whenever. Um, Whenever uh, Hush is shooting the sniper uh, rifle off the roof, whenever he, Batman's chasing Catwoman, mm-hmm. and he uh, grapples over to the next roof and he shoots the bat, uh, the grappling hook, the the tether off of it, and he makes that giant fall and he like breaks his back and severely damages his brain, and then uh, Batman's friend uh, or Bruce's friend, uh, I think his name's Thomas as well, Tommy, Tommy, yeah, yeah comes and has to fix his head. Um, but yeah, it follows like even like the lines and stuff to like whenever he shoots the stuff, he he even says like Batman hush or something whenever he like walks back into the shadows and shit. I was just like, this is a really fucking good telling, like, like word for word in some of the shit. Cool. Um, but yeah. How's the animation? It's good. Is it kind of the same as like, it seems like very, if you like the style of art that you get from, uh, like a more polished Batman beyond, like it's that kind of sharper edge you know okay. i'm talking about kind of that kind of is uh, it like cut. all the other animation movies have been recently or uh, is it... yeah somewhat mm. not not exactly the same like i said i feel like after i was watching it i felt more like watching a movie that was like a batman beyond movie realistically yeah. because the art style was very reminiscent of that to me like i watched uh like gotham by gaslight not too long ago and yeah it's kind of like gotham by gaslight i felt like it was it was getting closer to mimicking like the old like yeah. Uh, styles, but yeah. just it can't get there because it's digital. Yes, it, uh, it's that. Okay. It's that feel to it. Okay, it's 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 that kind of a feel to it. But like I said, I feel like as far as the older art styles, as it close as it gets, it more like the way that they're shaped, like, and it's different because I feel like the way that they shape the characters for, like, let's say Bruce in the animated series run versus Bruce, older Bruce in Batman Beyond. Uh-huh. It's shaped a little differently. Like the edges seem more sharp, they're more jagged on the actual character models and I gotcha. stuff. This feels that way to me. Mm-hmm. Um it's not as soft. Yeah. The soup swap is really cool too because he actually has that suit that protects his head mm. um after he has it because he has to go back out to fight and stuff again. Yeah. And the suit swap is really cool because it's like the classic like year one Dark Knight black suit that you have that he's wearing at first. And then he goes back into the one that protects his head and it's very reminiscent of like the older Batman style because it's like the blue ma- the blue cowl with the oh, blue yeah? cape and stuff too. So it's kind of cool like kicking it old school with this uh, whole outfit that kind of protects him better. Very nice. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. Cool. Uh, listening. Uh, I've been, I know, well, I, I must say, I won't say anything more about it, but I can't stop listening to Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding album. Front to back, solid album. Love it. Uh, just going to say that for a bit. And then uh, Jimmy Eat World's new album, Surviving, came out. 
Um, and I gave it a listen. And there's some songs I like on it already that I knew that I was running into it already. Uh, but in general, I feel like this band, as well as there are some other bands, I think, that are out there that we probably listen to, like rock bands from the late 90s, early 2000s, kind of hit around that time, that are starting to slow things down a little bit. Um, they're starting to just kind of um, settle into what I'm calling their Bruce Springsteen era, okay. where things just aren't fast-paced as much. They're a little bit more like, I'm just going to... like. I'm I'm getting close to 40. Like I'm just going to like jam this stuff out and we're going to relax a little bit more. Um and so I'm wondering if that's kind of what's happening with with what's going on there. Uh and uh so I'm just kind of I Speaking of you. I enjoyed the uh I enjoyed the fact that it was um good songs. I feel like if they just bumped up the RPMs it would be a shit ton better. Sure. Um and I, and I hope that that's not the case for... I think there's a single or two that's been on the Alt-2K that I've heard. Yeah. They're not bad. The singles aren't bad, no. no. I just feel like if we could uh, rev up the RPMs a little bit, we'd be like, bam, that's yeah. exactly where we should be. Um, which I have to be reminded of that in my own music. I, I notice that like if we speed stuff up, it's like, oh, that song sounds way better fast. Yeah. We used to do that when we played. Like, yep. we just goof around at practice and, like... We just... like, play songs that we recorded, like, years ago or yeah. something like that and then play them, like, almost twice as fast yeah. in some, like, some instances. Awesome. And you're like, yeah, this plays, like, way better as, like, a pop-punk song. Yeah. Thomas and I were playing... We played uh, our version of Rooster by Allison Chains today at practice at lunch. And uh, and we just... We were goofing around, but we played, like, really fast. And I was on my yeah. acoustic and he was on... He's got, like, a little mini guitar that uh kind of has like a little higher register on it and he was like that kind of sounded almost like we were playing like a folky version of it like it sounded kind of real cool but we pay like twice the speed on it and it was good that's I'd, awesome and so i i am fully all for like play songs faster it's more fun for everybody involved i think yeah what about you uh rex orange county had a new album come out mm. uh pony uh, he, he's doing a thing that's a little different than uh, most. A lot of people these days seem like leading up to the album, they'll slowly release like two to three singles, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'll bleeding out to like to almost whatever. half the album at, yeah, at certain points. Like, yeah. I got five singles. Uh, on this he thing. released one like a week before it came out, and then nice. it fucking just came out. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but it's all solid. If you like anything that you've heard from Rex Orange County before, it's more of the same, and it's all just fucking great slower like pop r&b jams um i love his voice i think it's super unique um very singer songwriting in the sense that he did like what was it like maybe like six months or so ago he did uh a cover of you got a friend with me in me with with randy newman oh really? it. so it's like they split the song in half and covered nice. it and those two singing together is like a fucking cream dream you wouldn't think of it They're like them singing together doing harmonies his like slightly higher than randy newman's mm -hmm. it's just so good it's like buttery nice um but yeah it's so good uh Tony i saw that it came out i i and i was like oh i know that name because of you but yeah. i didn't check it out yet that's pretty good um the other one that i've been listening to a lot was uh another single came out from highly suspect called uh canals um, Did they not release their album yet? Not yet. It comes out this Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so by the time gotcha. this is out, it'll be out for like almost two weeks. Okay. Like a week and a half. Cool. Um, and the album itself is called MCID. 
mm-hmm. but Canals came out. It's really good, very politically, like heavily driven, similar to how uh, Viper Strike was off the last album. Whenever it was about to come out, they released it as like a last quote unquote single. It was never really played on the radio. I got you. And this probably won't be either, but it's a very, very hard hitting uh, song. Lyrically, it's fucking awesome. I love like the picture he paints whenever he's saying the shit that he's saying. Um, and the chorus is literally like him saying, like he sings like, I don't fucking care if you fucking care. <laughs> it's just really awesome song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a cool message, but uh, like I said, I I I, defer, I, I've, I love everything that they've put out. Um, both of those cool. other albums are solid. Um, the only thing that I've heard from this new album that I didn't like was there was a song that he did with a with a hip hop artist, and he uh, Johnny uh, has a hip hop persona now too called Terrible Johnny. And uh, he like raps through half the song, and it's called Tokyo Ghoul, and uh, it's not great. I don't really <laughs> like. I don't like his uh, his approach to hip hop. I see. It's not, it's not. It's not what I want. I would rather yeah, him just try to sing more and just do that. But hey, he's gonna do what he's gonna do. What do you think about uh, the fact that Ozzy has now recorded an album, his first album in like ten years, with Post Malone's producer? Um, that should be coming out, I guess, sometime maybe early next year. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm interested to see it because that performance on that song on on Hollywood's Bleeding was is good. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy's is. And I feel like it, I've, as long as he still keeps like like he always has more true to his like solo tones uh-huh. still too, and doesn't take so much of a pop approach to it. I love that song and I love that whole Post Malone album. It's it's great. Yeah. It's a really good time, and uh. But but still, like I mean, like, it, that song is solid. But you can definitely tell, like he's doing like the, I'm gonna do the singy songwriting thing, kind of like Post Malone's doing. Yeah, I don't want him to do that so much, like all the time. Hopefully, his album's not like straightforward, just that kind of a thing. Like, has like more digital shit to it because like he oh, didn't, still has more. He didn't know. have Zach Wild come on for it at all. Zach's come out and said, "Hey, you know, Oz didn't. He didn't have me come out for this one. He's like, no big deal. Like, yeah. He, but it was it was interesting to me that." You know, Zach's still his guitar player, like his yeah. guy, and he didn't have him come out for that album. I feel like now that this has been seen in a more popular light with millennials and other people that are, you know, younger than us, for sure. We're millennials, by the way, dude. Okay, well, whoever it is. <laughs> people that are younger than us, people in their 20s still, uh-huh. um, or even younger than that, that have a big following and have always followed Post Malone. Yeah. I've never really cared too much about him other than probably like the last album and a half, honestly. I didn't pick him up until two months ago yeah. when I was like, I keep hearing this name. And uh, and that song on uh, Spider-Man, yeah, uh, Sunflower. Sunflower, was like the first song yeah. that I was like, and that, I've, I've identified that as Post Malone. I've heard of his other, I listened to his other stuff prior to that too, and it just wasn't anything that I really wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Um until, you know, like he started doing more almost like singer songwriting stuff whenever like Sunflower came out. This whole album is basically that. There's not really yeah. a lot of beats that have too much hip hop into them at all. Yeah. At all. And it used to just be that. It's got more of a pop approach than a like rap approach yes. to it. Um, it's, and you don't have a lot of male pop artists right now. No. Um, I mean, that are on it. that. On that darker side, like you've got like the clean cut guys. Well, like Nick Jonas doesn't even put out like I guess the Jonas Brothers no. haven't have stuff out now again. But like Nick Jonas is probably the closest thing, and I like Nick Jonas's last album actually. Um, it's weird because this is like this is straight up pop. 
mm-hmm. as it, yeah. as you would want to consider it and stuff. But Definitely. the way that he does it, and it almost makes like it leads more into like that anti pop category that I've always talked about, like Joji or Rich Brian or those people and stuff. And it makes me wonder if like maybe since this is the kind of darker tones that they kind of have that we that we've got coming out with people like Post Malone that are really big in the scene right now. Yeah. If maybe we'll see more people that will try to leer more towards that anti pop kind of a scene in a set. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it's just a taste of everything. I don't, I can't keep up with all the different like kind of subgenres of stuff. But like, you know, Halsey's stuff is very much kind of in that has a darker tone to yeah. her pop, and it has for years. Uh, from everything that she's always existed in. Um, but I, yeah, I, I flock towards that. Like, I like that big pop sound and real kind of catchy hooks, but still kind of dark in the way that they live in their, in their stuff. But I dig the pop. I even, honestly, I listened to, uh, Taylor Swift did a, a tiny desk concert. Yeah. Uh, like a couple weeks ago. And I listened to that the other day and it's not horrible. Like I don't, I, and I, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. I like a couple of the songs off the new album. Um, but, but really don't go into it, but she played everything really broke down, played like, she's like, this is how I wrote these songs. So I figured I'd just do it like that. And uh, I like that we've got artists that are writing their own songs mm-hmm. again. And you got a lot of people. I'm looking at the anti-pop playlist, just kind of a thing. It says like forward-thinking, captivating artists, evolving hip-hop and R&B into a new genre. That's yeah. what it encapsulates, yeah. you know. So you do have, like I said, your Joji's on here, Brock Hampton's on here, uh, Willow's on here now with okay. Willow Smith. I don't know much um, about what. So she she's does. she's kind of like all I know that is direction. So I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> not that anymore. <laughs> Definitely not that anymore. And uh, so is Jaden. Jaden's on here too. They have a song together on her new album. I heard about that. Yeah. I haven't heard it, but or on his new album rather. It, it's really good. Um, I think it's called like something like Midnight in Paris or something. Jaden's stuff's like not bad. I saw him live. Yeah. He does like the same dance move the entire time. But you also have your uh, your Post Malone on here and Halsey and stuff too. They all they all kind of They're fall under this that. in that category just, as well too. Can I just well call too. him Pop? Is that okay? I don't care what you I call him. Pop. I'm just saying like that's that, that subgenre of people that are trying to be more for It's not your, because technically Taylor Swift is Pop. That's yeah. like like your standard almost like bubblegum pop yeah, in a sure. way and that's that's what a lot of people say pop they picture that they'll picture something that's like i don't know fucking justin timberlake used to be you know what i mean yeah. whatever he was making that was like For all sure. just classic pop this is like they're trying to take that so that genre and they're trying to carve into a yeah. new different kind I think of it's category fair that, that might just be where pop is going yeah like of course. that's just where pop is living is in like a darker like, version i don't know it. that like Taylor Swift just put out a new album. Yeah. It's not going that direction. No, 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 no. You know no, what I'm no. saying? Like there's other artists yeah. that are still in this pop yeah. front light. You know, George Michael was still putting out albums during the grunge era. Like, yeah. so, I mean, it's still like, you're going to have people that are still existing. Oh, George Michael's so good. That was a weird reference. That it was, was just what but came. he's still good. <laughs> Careless whisper. <laughs> oh, um, do you read anything? No. I, I did. I read a couple things real quick. Cool. Uh, Stranger Things 6. I talked about that a while back, the, the little uh-huh. miniseries that they did. Um, highly recommend it. It's a really quick read. Um, you may even find it for like 99 cents a book on Comixology. There's four issues of it um, because it's like a Halloween thing. They may have a Halloween sale right now. Not now when you're listening to it, but now I'm talking to you. Um, uh, but it's it's just good. It's The, the Stranger Things comic books have been a, they're a really quick read. Um, so I don't like if you enjoy like a lot of story, like a lot of words, if you want to pay per like I want to pay like per word in a book, find these on sale because they're not like doused in, in text. 
but the artwork's pretty solid yeah. always in them, and the story's more cool. about the imagery and actually like telling the story through that. Exactly. Um, yeah. But this had more had definitely a lot more words than the first Stranger Things mini series, where they were like Will was in the upside down for half of it, and there just wasn't dialogue. Yeah. It was just like you'd hear there was like a word bubble. It's like Will, and he could hear like his voice being yelled by his mom. Uh, but that was. I wonder about if that it. plays out more. If that plays out better with people that are actually just full on fans of just the show and they don't really read comics. Oh yeah, if they co- you know what I mean, co- just so happen to come along like with this, and they're just like, you know, I really like. I just like watching TV. I don't really like reading books or anything. And they're just like, well, have we got the perfect comic for you to get into? Because it's yeah. mostly pictures. Yeah. <laughs> they establish a lot in this though um, yeah. that I didn't expect. Um, a lot to do with Eleven even. Um, Found out for sure, Eleven's dad is not Papa. Not Papa. Is not Papa. Cool. Um, uh, but the, the, he lets her call him Papa because she, he gets her at such a young age. Sure. Into the program, I guess, is yeah. what he kind of says. He's like, she's gone through enough. So, yeah. uh, but they they talk a lot about Eleven on the back end of that story. Like the last issue is a lot of Eleven. And she truly and doesn't then, really know her mom that well, does she? No. I mean, not like. For no, a long time. so like they took her away with like yeah. real young into this program, um, but the but it follows six is generally what it's about. Yeah. But uh, eight, I think, is another one that takes a big part in the storyline, and then eleven. Uh, but then there's like these twins that are involved. It's a lot of like a mix mash of six as she's going through these tests and kind of developing her powers as they're they're testing on her and flashing back into her real life at the same time. Um, but it's just it's done really well and it gives you a lot of insight that I imagine the novels do too but the novels have a lot of words and I don't <laughs> and then the other thing man, I was... fucking words are hard man. words are hard I like them better when there's pictures attached to them uh, or when somebody just talks about it in an audio form that's super it's super cool too uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 so there is a web comic uh, right. was a web comic yeah um, I don't even think it exists anymore because it got abandoned at some point in time. But you can look it up at any point in time. You don't have to buy anything. Um, but I, what I had done at some point in time is collected all of the images from the webcomic because it was one of those things where it came out like one at a time. Um, and uh, and then bundled them into a PDF and threw it together and read it all at once just recently. And it is... I enjoyed it. But I also really enjoy so, the movie. A sequel to the movie? Yes. No. <laughs> Why? No. Why? It's okay. Look at it. It's it's charming. It's 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 cute. You know what wasn't charming? Do you like the movie? No. Oh, okay. I really enjoy the movie. The movie's an okay ride. Like front to front to back, like I enjoy it. Um, have even like found it on and stopped and watched it like I mean recently. I I'll watch it if it's on. Yeah. I'm just saying like it's not my. It's I'm, not my ideal. It's not my go-to. I, I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but the fact that they've built a sequel, they've sequelized it, is kind of cool. Yeah, and I wish that it was finished because it was just kind of a like supported thing, and I don't think it's been even updated since like two, three years ago. I think it's just the takes that they do with certain characters and stuff like that. I don't like what they do with the imagining like of some of these cartoony characters in the real world. It just kind of almost, I don't know. It it it, it makes me kind of. Eh. It was it was dark and gritty before dark and gritty was cool. Like sure. they they made like the the door exp- no not door explorer that's a bad example. Um, they made like the the Batman v Superman 
dark and gritty version, or even the Christopher Nolan Batman version of dark and gritty taking a, a franchise that you like before, way before it was cool to do it. They were doing. Yeah, I'm not Super saying, Mario Brothers. It, I guess if you want to try and think of it that way and like picture They're it like it's, it's like yeah, like it's ahead of its time. That's great, but <laughs> I, it's it's like. I don't know. It's just the way that they took some of the characters and the liberties that they took with the characters was definitely out there. <laughs> like the Goombas being time, giant people with the tiny little brains and heads and stuff like that, like shrunken head dolls. You didn't like that? No, not no. at all. No, no. <laughs> and I don't like the. I didn't like Yoshi just being like a fucking Velociraptor either. No, no. Oh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, like I said, it's an interesting take, but I and I'm not gonna say. Yeah. It, there's, there's not. Let's talk about this for a second. Like, okay. there's, there's, I'm not, ready. there's not a ton of video game movies. That's fair. Absolutely. I mean, this isn't this isn't like a huge genre no, that we've not really yet, dipped least. into, and I mean they're I slowly dipping into. Yeah. But I mean, there's 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 only a small handful of movies that I can pick out that are from from video games that that have become you know world renowned successes. Hey, speaking of, have you seen the the leaked image of Sonic's eyes? Yeah, it looks better. And then it looks like yeah. it might not be not his eyes. His, his body has been like redesigned as well too. I kind of just saw a quick yeah. snapshot, and I, I knew it was a, a leak, so I didn't know yeah. if it was even shorter, real. But... He's got his gloves on, the signature shoes. He just he looks. They made like... him shorter. Yep. They're going to reshoot that whole movie. Why? Because the 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 point of view that any person's going to be looking at the height of that character I, is going to be off. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to look like they're looking. Past his head, <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe the way they shot it isn't going to be the exact same, or maybe they'll. May, it looks to me anyway. He looks like he's supposed to be shorter. Okay, I mean maybe he is the same height. He made him like really gangly before, whenever, and he's not really that tall of a character. Yeah, that's true. he never had been. But I mean, I digress. We'll talk yeah. about other video game movies and stuff like that. But I mean, like we'll talk about like uh, Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. Double Dragon came out. Super great movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 I don't I, think I've actually even seen I, it. I would throw Double Dragon in the exact same boat that you would probably throw More Super Kombat. Mario Brothers. It's it's the, it's like shot almost exactly oh, the same. Oh, okay, really? Like the, the way it looks, the way it feels, it's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a nostalgia to like Mortal Kombat. Like there's a there's a piece the first of, one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Annihilation was not good. What about Street Fighter? Not good. <laughs> The best part of that movie was how well uh, Raul Julia, or however you say his fucking name, actually portrayed a villain character like M. Bison and tried to take it to the next level because yeah. he actually is a really good actor, honestly. And I've always liked him as an mm-hmm. actor, and he was the best part of that movie. And they threw in weird characters from like Street Fighter 3 or Street Fighter 3 Alpha that you wouldn't think would be there. Why did T-Hawk have to be there? Nobody cares about him. Just make it about your base characters yeah. from from Street Fighter One and Two, which was the most popular. But what about Human Centipede? That's not a video game. Centipede. Centipede's a game. Yeah, wasn't that just like the human? It's Human Centipede. It's just like oh. they made a human. Centipede. Yeah, but they didn't kill the centipede. The centipede got away at the end. <laughs> I don't like that one. So, uh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill was great. Silent Hill was good. First Silent Hill was great. Uh, I didn't watch the second one yet. Second one's okay. I own it, but I yeah. haven't watched it. Yet. Um, it's more so- centered around uh, Chris or Sean's main character okay. trying to find his family again, okay. kind of a thing. But he um, lost his family again. Oh, well, finding his family rather. I mean, oh, okay. I guess not again, but trying to find them. Did he not still... find them at the end of the first one? No. Oh, okay. No, it's like I the, remember they how exist, it went. but they exist in like the realm the different of dimension. Silent Hill. Or they're like there, but they're not there. Oh, okay. And he's trying to still recover them. Kind so of the thing. second movie is more about that side of yeah. it. Yeah. 
He's it's he knows where to, they're it's at. It's supposed at to the kind of, of quote unquote follow like Silent Hill two, but it doesn't really follow Silent Hill okay. two. Which honestly, Silent Hill two out of the game franchise was like my favorite it's the of all of them. Right? It's the best yeah, one. It's great. But um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil's are it took okay. its own turn. Like it, it sure did. It, it became had its like, own thing. No characters discernibly other than like a couple of characters. It's a different choice to yeah. do that. That was interesting. Like they didn't introduce Jill or Chris or anybody yeah. until like movie four. Yeah. <laughs> and like they 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 did they did their own mm. thing and it was okay. Alice was her name? Yes. Did they have an Alice in no. Resident Evil? Never? Well, never Okay. Never been a character. It seems like I such wish a that they would reboot character. They would reboot Resident Evil. We might have talked about this and do it in the cool. same vein that they did Resident Evil Seven, because yeah. it would be fucking awesome and terrifying. Like taking what you know and love from the Resident Evil franchise and then mixing that with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's mm-hmm. the feel of that game, and yeah. that would make a really cool movie. Yeah, that's true. I think anyway. Absolutely. And we got Monster Hunter World coming out. Yeah, that's going to be a new one. That's going to be real over the top. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of the the guy that did. Uh, we we've talked about it before. Uh, Jordan Vaud Roberts, the guy that did uh, that Kong Skull Island. Yeah, and uh, he's he doing, doing Halo. Yeah, or no, he's doing the uh, Sorry, Metal Gear Solid movie. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. He's doing Metal Gear Solid. He did. Uh, he did a TV show recently. I don't remember which Halo one it was. Halo's been right. like a movie that's been like they've been trying to talk and toy around with Halo movies Forever. for for years since it was like, probably yeah. since, since the second since one. One got like as popular as it was, and two became like a blockbuster success. Yeah. It's been a, an idea, yeah. and they had um, the guy from District Nine, uh, Neil Blancmap or have you, Blancmap, have you say his name? Oh, the really? director. He was yeah. tied to it for they like, did, like choppy. Yeah, and... He was he was tied to it for like four or five years at one point mm. in time, and then he just like bowed out. It's the other movie that he did that was really good. Uh, before District Nine, oh, um, I don't know. I think District Nine was probably the first one that I remember. There was a movie right before that that I cannot remember for the life of me. What's his show that What's he's doing? John? He's doing the Walking Dead spinoff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's the guy. From I, the I love that. That's the current title of that movie. The Walking Dead spinoff. Walking Dead spinoff. Yeah, it's just that's that's what we call it. That's what we call that thing. Um, what are you looking for? The new block map. I was gonna look up what he did. Yeah. Before. Okay. This good. Guy. That's what I was doing. Yeah, so he was initially tied it to was, that um, it'll, it'll. I'm going to get there. Hold on. Uh, oh, Halo Landfall. He did that short. The line. Those are all shorts. What's though? the movie he did before District 9? I thought District 9 was the first one. Elysium came years after, Chappie. though. Chappie. I don't I don't know. He did, I, I might have made something He's up doing a head. Cooking with Bill miniseries that lasted for four oh, episodes. Oh, good. I know, I know Cooking with Bill. A lot of shorts. He he's a, he's a real short guy. He did three movies. That, that's it. <laughs> Huh. And writ, wrote all of them, I think. Hmm. That's it. He's yeah, done three movies. I he did else. Yeah, he was uh, after the success of District Nine. They were like immediately was like he has to be our Halo guy. He's be all end all for it. This He'd is be, like what the visually feel we would be good. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then and like he was tied to it for like four years, and then they like was he was just like nah, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna do my own thing. Huh. I got a couple other projects I'm working on. That's weird. No big deal. That's weird and wild and crazy. I almost wanted to stay on for another 14 minutes to have a three-hour episode. Oh, you want to? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about the fact that this is going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> this is this will be the first, right? Like This will be the first the crossing furthest, that threshold. The furthest episode that we've ever done so far was two hours and I think like 35 or 38 minutes. Yeah, I think we, we're going to be able to beat this. Well, um, we've already beat it. Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Um, I I also watched Zombieland too. Zombieland too. Yeah. You yeah. watched the double taps. I watched the. Did you see that crazy kid with all the weed? 
Oh yeah, I was like, what uh, crazy kid? I don't remember what his name is supposed to be. Uh, I don't either. It, it, it was wasn't. it good? It was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard was a lot all... of people saying like, like, this is kind of basically like right there with the first one. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that kind of a same. Yeah, thing. I like that they brought in more characters. I think that's what saved it. Yeah. Um, Not although, making it so desolate. If it had all four of them just by themselves again, if the next movie was just the four of them chilling out again, yeah. I would I would do it. Like, I, I'm I'm. Uh, Bill Murray back. Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> How? I'm a. They figured out a way to do it. That's cool. Uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the idea that having something just trying to figure out comedy in an isolated situation. Yeah. So like when they announced Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Uh, with what's his face? Will Forte. Uh, Will Forte. I thought this is gonna be a show with just Will Forte, and he will literally be the only person left on earth yeah and i was really hoping that and i like the character development because there's only yeah. like there still is only a handful only of characters like in that six game. seven yeah. maybe but i mean from the first season and it only had i think like four by the time yeah. you finished by the, the end first season four, yep. um yeah it was solid through and through i liked it whenever it was just yeah. him and christian shall the mess first, like for the first like four episodes well, like the first half of the first episode and it was just him i was yeah. like this is going to be the show. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. Like I, I just, the idea that you fate, you put people in that kind of thing where they have to figure out what to do with that kind of situation in a comedy level is exciting to me. Like when you only are left with yourself, what do you do? Um, but unfortunately there's more than that. Uh, the, the little annoying girl that you see in the previews, it's like in the pink jumpsuit. Um, yes. Actually is really good in that movie. Cool. Like I thought it was going to be a really annoying aspect of that movie. But it actually did a lot for me on that, so I I, I dig it. I would recommend people checking that movie out. There, you got the rest of those comic book movies or uh, these video are movies? video game tied in movies. <laughs> nice. This is what we're going to talk about for next twelve, eleven and a half minutes. I don't think we're going to have any problem with that. Nope. Super Mario Brothers. Yes, your favorite. Is it movie. the first one? Favorite movie of all time. That is the uh, official. That is what we're first. calling that. Is, that was that was groundbreaking. That's ground zero. Yep. Not only groundbreaking because it's the first video Literally. game movie, but it's also the first like dark take on something. Yep. Double Dragon. Yep. We talked about it. Did piss poor. Look at that yeah. number. It's Look a that. low How bad number. that is. Look at Street Fighter, dude. Look at that. <laughs> Almost 100,000. There is 000. no way that should ever have ever got $100 million. Or $100 million. That's, That's a lot crazy. of money. Mortal Kombat, that is deserved. I feel like 100 and Yeah, absolutely. That, 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 I would agree with exactly, that. Especially for the animation and stuff that it had, the mm-hmm. CGI that they did in the time. It's pretty For 1995 was, yeah. That's, but 95 or 96 when Toy Story came out. It was right around there, right? It's right around that time. I was gonna say it was like it, that kind of CGI that they had. It wasn't six. the same, obviously. I mean, it no, was way more polished. Dealing and, people, yeah. humans. But I'm just saying, like for what it was, mm-hmm. awesome. Get, look at that gap in there. There's two years between not only between Mortal Kombat one and Mortal Kombat two, but there's two years between that video game movie and the next one. Yes. There's a there's a big gap. Like they they decided everybody got together and was like, we're gonna make video game movies mm-hmm. and they all developed them pretty close together between super mario brothers Dribble yeah. dragons Street i mean Fighter, everybody Mortal saw Kombat. the popularity between it and they was just like we got to hop in on this and while then we they kind of the ground floor dropped because they were like yep. these didn't do what we thought they were going yeah, to let's look at this though rotten tomatoes rating for mortal Kombat 46 percent mortal Kombat annihilation two 
Two percent. Two percent. Not the milk. Did did less than half <laughs> of what it did in the box office. That's and wild. I know for a fact that movie cost more money too. Really? It did cost more money. Wow. Because they also got other actors to come into that one. Yeah. That one actually had uh, James Ramirez play Raiden in that movie. Oh, okay. He didn't play in the first one. I don't think. Gotcha. Pretty sure it was a different guy. Wing Commander movie. I uh, never I saw it. it came out. Uh, Tomb Raider movie with uh, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. The first one. That yeah. was a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah, it I was mean, a good movie. As far as like good. It did well, and people recognized it. Yeah, huge I, box office yeah, success for absolutely. them. Absolutely. And then a sweet 20% on Rotten Tomatoes Ooh. there. Uh, Resident Evil, the first one. You got yeah. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. Uh, House of the Dead, that movie was fucking horrible. I forgot that that was a, that was a video game. That was so bad, dude. That was I went to the theaters to see that because I loved House of the Dead mm-hmm. as a kid. I was just like, this these, this game has like zero plot, but I kind of want to know like what <laughs> what's it's going about, on with it? what's yeah. going to happen in this movie, and it wasn't good at all. Um, Apocalypse, Resident Evil, Apocalypse, mm-hmm. Alone in the Dark, uh, another huge, huge flop. That is actually one of the worst rated movies of all time. Who's in Alone in the Dark? Uh, I don't even remember that movie. Is it Christian Slater? Maybe Jessica Biel. No, I don't no. think so. Christian Slater. I think it's Christian Slater. Okay. Click on that. I'm one. not sure. Oh, I remember that. I didn't realize Tara that, that was Reed, a... I think, too. Okay, yep. Oh, Stephen Dorff. Stephen okay. Dorff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, it wasn't. Uh... I didn't realize it was oh, a video yeah. game. Christian Slater. Yep. Christian Slater, Tara Reed, Stephen Dorff. Those are probably your top three right wow, there. Oh, look at that. Not good. At all. People. This is literally uh, in, in the list that I was looking up for potential plots and different shows that we might have coming down the pipe oh, for yeah. like little mini bonus things of mm-hmm. talking about some of the worst rated movies this of all time. This is one of them. This is one of the ones. It was in the like the bottom fifteen. Oh wow. So it is that bad. Holy cows. Um so we might we might be talking about that. Who knows? Reason. Doom. Who could forget it? Doom was good. Yeah? No. Oh. Um it was uh Carl Urban, Dwayne, The Rock, Rock. Johnson. Yeah. Um, and I think The Rock eventually becomes your your quote unquote villain of the movie. Carl okay. Urban's like your hero. Mm-hmm. Um, the best, re- most rewarding part of that was the sequence when it actually went first person. I remember that being a big deal because yeah, it was like a four minute sequence of him like running through. It was like super like state of the art like, CGI ah, at the time, and everybody so was just like, "This looks fucking awesome." Blood but Rain again, uh, again. that had um, who was that? Mila Jovich? No, it, it wasn't Mila Jovich again. So. Uh, it's it a Yui Bowl movie. That's that that right there tells you, if you has Yui Bowl tied to it, automatically the worst movie you've ever seen. Udo Kier's in it. You know that it's probably not great if Udo Kier's in it. Though I like Udo Kier. Let's look at uh, Yui Bowl's filmography real quick as a small side tangent. <laughs> I like tangents. We're good. House of the Dead. We already know it's bad. He was the reason Alone in the Dark became a thing, <laughs> and Blood Raiden. <laughs> And Blood Raiden 2, Alone in the Dark 2, didn't need a sequel, already real bad. They already knew it was bad, and they were just like, you know what? Let's give it to him. Uh, is that I'll... Rampage like on based on the video game? Is that that one? or is... No, that's different Rampage. Different Rampage. Because that one was older yeah. or we'll, newer. We'll, I mean. we'll return. He, this is, these are the reasons why video movie game movies Auschwitz. at that point in time started taking a big dip because he was tied to a lot of this <laughs> shit. He got Silent Hill. We yeah, talked about we that. Like that was that good one. stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dead or Alive, another Resident Evil spinoff. Postal, mm-hmm. another Yui Bowl movie. Garbage. Uh, Hitman, Hitman with... movie with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. That's I a pretty good movie, it, dude. It's actually not bad. Is it? Yeah. He's, okay. he, he does a good job as Agent 47. I might have to check it out. It's 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 worth it for the elephant. Yeah. If, if for anything else, <laughs> for, anything else for, for the, the elephant. elephant. Um, Max Payne. In the name of, uh, it's a Dungeon Siege 1, Far Cry, another Yui Bowl joint there. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that grossing right there. That's a gross, um, yeah, gross Max scene. Payne movie. That's the one with uh, Marky Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I think I saw that movie once, 
and it's weird. It has I like re- it really doesn't have much to go off of. With I like think the I games, remember you like seeing the plot. that um, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li has uh, Christian Crook from Smallville fame in it, playing Chun Li. Was it like a directed video thing? Uh, no, it was in theaters for a little bit, and it was real bad. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw. Tekken I movie? saw after it came out. Yep, there's a Tekken movie as well. I did not know that. Uh-huh. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. That's we know the that one. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. one. Um, it's not terrible. No, it's not I'd great, but it's not terrible. It's 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 a, a lot of what you would expect. Did Disney from... have something? That, yeah, Walt Disney. Disney's uh-huh. ahead of that. Did do they own Prince of Persia, the video game? I don't know. Is that like a that's a, an Ubisoft a, thing? I think. I oh, believe okay. Ubisoft's the the publisher. Yeah, you're right. It is. I see it over there yeah, on the there, far yeah. on the far side. Um, you know your shit. I have, I'm just not even looking over here either. I'm just looking at the money because it's it's funny. Like we're in a good chunk of like, hey, look, he, these made a lot of money because it's nowadays. It's now um, they're now good. Resident Evil, Afterlife, Resident Evil, Retribution, Silent Hill, Revelations, yeah. uh, Need for Speed. That's the uh, Aaron Paul yep. one. I actually watched that at yeah. my dad's new house. Oh yeah, like this year, like three months ago. Good, bad. Uh, it was uh, not great, but it's weird. And Aaron Paul's good. And that's all that matters. Uh, Hitman Agent 47. I don't know who plays Agent 47 in this. Is that like the second Punisher movie that they made? Like where Rupert Friend. Is Zachary Quinto? Quinto's the bad guy in this, I oh, think. Oh, okay. I was like, he's not, he, no, he's not he uh, Agent 47? This, this guy's the one that's the, okay. the main character. But he's it's, British. Yes. British. Stupid British. Stupid British. The British. Warcraft movie. Hey, uh, British people, fun fact you want to know about me right now? Hate your guts. <laughs> they, they hate me. I don't know why. I don't know what I did. No. Um, there is something I cannot resist. Like, I, and I don't, I mean this in like a absolutely adore a little girl with a British accent. Oh. In that, like, if there was ever a little in girl. Like a, like a creepy horror movie no, type of a Not in any here. kind of way. Okay. If, uh, if a little British girl came up to me and said, please, sir, can I have all of your money? I would literally empty my wallet. Wow. Uh, there's like a soft spot. For, for a, a British, British girl, girl. I just how little are we talking? It doesn't matter. I don't don't make, don't make it creepy. <laughs> I'm not making it creepy. Just I'm just spitball and age. Just throw it out there. No, like even just, I just love the British accent. Honestly, like oh, yeah. like especially like children that are like like when I was in Oliver New York Twist. City. Uh, there was there was this family and they had like two little boys that are British and they were like the mom and dad were like annoyed at them because they were fighting, uh-huh. but they were like they were fighting but like little British boys and I laughed so hard. It they was were fighting just, but little British boys. It was the funniest. You know thing. the way they fight. <laughs> I, like they were just like like agging on each other, just yeah. like, and it was just the greatest thing. Uh, but. There was a little a little British girl also, and I wanted to just give her all my money, all all the money. <laughs> I don't know. I just spelled it way wrong. Three hours and fifteen. We go another fifteen minutes. I want to <laughs> say we have an episode that's longer than Titanic. <laughs> I don't care. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just joking. We don't I, I'm to. good. We'll just see where right. this takes us. Uh, so we got the Warcraft movie. That's actually to me. Did you watch I, it? Got, it? Got bad reviews and stuff, but <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good movie. Story wise, it, it followed suit with a lot of the stuff from the first Warcraft game. The movie is, I think, like one of the movies that has the most CGI ever done in a movie. I believe um, that. I mean, I they had to like, pretty much just yeah, create everything. All, all set work and never went out anywhere for anything. I think it was. I think they said it was like ninety five percent CGI. Like everything, castle. Like, everything they had it was 100 all people in mocap suits just like walking yep. around all the orcs were all mocap suits just like kind of 
stood up tall. Yeah. You know, like how they do with the Thanos thing where yeah. they had like you look up to the top to know where your field of where you're supposed to look up. Yeah. Absolutely. So whenever they had like the guy that played uh God, I can't think of his fucking name right now. The main character or whatever, and he we'll was call looking him up Warcraft. The main yeah. <laughs> when you see Warcraft walk <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> Uh, the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, that didn't do well. It didn't do well at all. But um, and I never saw it. It, it. it looks cool. I mean, I don't. I don't know that it actually necessarily follows the plot of the first one, where <laughs> oh. you like, uh, Desmond is like in the real world, and it follows him, uh, seeing his uh, relative Altair in in the in the actual anime. Just a, a quick question, and yeah. it doesn't mean anything. What is the race of the main character in Assassin's Creed? The race of the yeah. main character. Yeah. Um, what is he intended to be? The first game, uh-huh. the like the Desmond, sure, yeah, or the person that he's like the actual assassin that he's seeing himself as, like he's reliving the memories of. Yeah, that one, that 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 character. Yeah. I think in the first game, Altair is supposed to be from like like Jerusalem and stuff. So I guess Israeli. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, right, just making sure. I think. I just I don't I I don't quite understand and and I'm not a big like race guy or anything I'm like I I believe in equality. Uh, in I love everything in this seems per, per like I love British children. Hold on. Wait a second. I love British children, and I don't have a thing with race. Um, no, I just I I feel like it's it's a weird thing to take away that lead from someone, especially. When did this movie come out? Last year, seven, 2017, 2016. 2016, like, why are we casting Michael Fassbender? Uh, yeah, why couldn't you find somebody that yeah. is actually, like, Israeli it or something like that? It just seems a little weird. Like and there's, <laughs> it's not like there's shitty actors that are Israeli. Like, there's really good actors that are what Israeli. Was the when Prince Aladdin, of Aladdin came out this year, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to think yeah. of like actually like kind casting of people that are like yeah. you know where we were at with Prince that of Persia of was even really was a really weird one when we we're talking about video game casting like why Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, like you couldn't honestly have he's not Persian. Of anybody else that, <laughs> not even Persian just anybody of that kind of like almost like Indian esque descent you know even a thousand mile radius someone who mm. was in that descent of that just seemed real weird continue now now like, the next Google search is going to be famous Persian actors <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed, like I said, I, yep. I think the first game, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if Desmond is, I think Desmond's supposed to be like a white dude, but yeah. his descendants, like Altier, the he's, memory sees, I'm pretty sure that whole area takes like in Jerusalem. He's kind of watered area, down so. by the time he's Desmond, yes. is what you're kind of saying. Yeah. He's still of that descent, and you can tell that he's not like full on like, hey, I'm Israeli, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not 100%, he's yeah. kind of a tenth. And obviously there's, there's different like... Assassin's Creed Three, you're playing as a, a person. A that's, no, that's four. Oh, it's Black Flag. And in in Assassin's Creed Three, you're a uh, an American, like a Native American uh, person that is fighting for the Americans against the British and stuff like that. Like you actually like talk to General George Washington, and he sends you on an assassination mission and shit like oh, that cool. in that game. Right on. Um, so you're like navigating the woods of of you know fucking America. Then. Mm-hmm. Um. Which made it a pretty cool game. It's a, a different. Just a, they keep it fresh. Yeah, they keep it fresh. Resident Evil: The Final Chapter, and that um, was the final. I mean, we haven't gotten another nope, one. There's not, not even not since then. Uh, maybe down the road. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tomb reboot. Raider reboot. Uh, what did you think about that movie? Did you I watch didn't it? watch it. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, Is it- Middle of the road, even on fucking Rotten yeah. Tomatoes, fifty two percent. Yeah, like I, would, I honestly would have expected the way that I had heard so many people talk about it to not even be middle of the road, probably even be below that. Really, so that surprises me, honestly. It like 
it it's one of those movies that almost lines up a little too close to the storyline they've been working through on that first game. Mm-hmm. Like I would have liked a little bit more uh, kind of challenge to that storyline, sure. and also I would have liked maybe a little bit more of a uh, a character that was sure of themselves playing Laura Croft. Like I didn't, I felt like Laura Croft was maybe a little bit more inexperienced actress, and and that's okay. I don't have any problem with that, but she didn't have. Even the new Laura Croft personality to her, she can it kind of seemed a little a little white bread, a little bland. Yeah. Um. So we got the Rampage movie. I started watching that. I didn't hate it. I'm cool. about a third of the way through it, maybe. Mm. With the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yep. Uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I've only got to watch, like I said before. I think it's like the movie. first like ten or fifteen minutes of Love it. Love it. I've heard it's nothing but good. Nothing but good. I don't think I have anything bad to say about it at all. Nope. I've heard it's a great, great movie. I'm surprised that it's got a 68%. You got Sonic the Hedgehog still slated for uh, next year in February. That's crazy. Um, that's as far as we know anyway. Of course, yeah. I don't know. It could be changed. Rain is coming rain down. Outside. Uh, the Mortal Kombat reboot uh, coming out, which we do know is supposed to be set up. Um, an Uncharted movie coming out mm-hmm. next year sometime too. Um, That's like which Tom still Holland has yeah, Tom Holland's it. attached to it to yep. play like a slightly younger Drake leading up to what would be like the events of the first game and stuff. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Minecraft movie? That <laughs> seems kind of odd. Oh, there's a Minecraft comic coming out hmm? and they release like preview pages for it. There's like three or four pages. It doesn't look stupid. Like it doesn't look super well, bad. They have like I've heard like some decent things about that spin-off game, the Minecraft Dungeons one, because yeah. it's actually like tells like a full on like story with yeah. it and stuff too. And it's more like action adventure oriented mixed with your like creation mm-hmm. stuff. So it actually has like a full on story mode, story mode. And I heard that the story behind it's like not terrible hmm. either. So I think they've got I mean, they've got enough stuff there to go off of that they could probably make something. The comic cool. seems like it's based like it's everything's more realistically like kind of built, though everything's kind of still squarey. Yeah. Uh, but like you got your, I guess it's Steve is the main character, maybe. Like, yeah. that, they're your main guy. And then those villagers, like uh-huh. that look like they got a Squidward nose. Yeah. Like they look a little bit more realistic. They're obviously not blocky in the comic book. Um, but then like the zombie and the, the, the like real long black thingies, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh, those are kind of cool. Like when they come out. Are they creepers? And then I don't know what the spiders are called. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the spiders. I don't know, maybe it is. Or they're, they're known I as. I think they've got another name, though. Uh, but um, it, it kind of looks interesting. I might pick it up. Tomb Raider 2 is getting a sequel. Or Tomb Raider's getting a sequel, oh, the reboot. Okay. So Tomb Raider 2, March 19th, 2021. They've got a definitive date on that. Dang. Um, a Call of Duty film, a Gears of War film, the Metal Gear film, which we'd talked about before. There's um, a lot of Sony gears pictures. and things. Huh? I don't know. I said there's a lot of gears and things going on there. <laughs> Pokemon Detective Pikachu 2. And a Tetris. And a Tetris movie. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what they do with a Tetris movie. And this we didn't even get to mention before. They actually do have a Dragon's Lair movie. Um, there's oh, yeah. the untitled Mario film that's supposed to come out They're working on a Dragon's Lair movie? Huh? Yeah, another one, a new one. There was an animated movie that came out like in the 80s. Oh, there was? That was tied to the game. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was just like a straight-to-video thing. Oh, okay. But they're making a Dragon Lair in the movie, like mm-hmm. a definitive live-action movie. Um, and the Mario film, which is like the I forgot about part that. CGI It'll part whatever, like, twenty twenty two. The way that they handled Mario and Odyssey with being in the town, what mm-hmm. the New Light City, what yeah, is it? Was New Donk City, New Donk City. Yep. Like that gives me hope for the way that that could be. Like that could be pretty cool. Like Absolutely. In, in the I way that you like, could mix a Mario and a live I feel action. Like the 
they will probably be able to handle this movie as well as they handled Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I agree. It with might that. not look as like hyper realistic. Like Mario might look more like just standard Mario. Of you know course, I mean? yeah. He's yeah. not going to be extra furry like all the ones in there are like hyper realistic. <laughs> that'd be They're real weird. But like, why is Mario so fuzzy? <laughs> he's a dial, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the other missed movies that we had, uh, they had the two Angry Birds movies now. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, about those. Those were The good. second one apparently was supposed to be really good. Really? Yeah, I'd heard nothing but good things about it. Like, the first movie was trash, and then they made the second one, and it's supposed to be good. Uh, They made a Ratchet and Clank movie Oh yeah. at Sony, and then uh, the Final Fantasy movie, The Spirits Within. I forgot that counts. Yeah. I guess they have other animated movies and stuff that would count, too. So you get, These like, are Pokemon, the first releases. movies and stuff, too. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, actually, like, full-on, like, semi-live-action shit. I guess Spirits Within doesn't necessarily count because it's all CGI, too, but... Yeah, and so um, is Ratchet and Clank and the Angry Birds movies. And But the the Spirits Within was just kind of an oddball was thing, it? anyways. It had, it, it had nothing to do with anything that's tied to, like, uh, to, to Final Fantasy. So it's, it, like, its, its own, a, like, standalone story? In a way. I mean, it has... It's nothing to do with any Final Fantasy, which is to say no other Final Fantasy game has also anything to do with it. But this fair. is like set in like space in the future. And what if it's eventually gonna connect them all? I don't know. That'd be kind of weird <laughs> if to like do it that this way. This movie from two thousand and one like yeah. links everything together. That'd be weird in a way to do that. But I mean it's just it's it's such an odd play off of it. I'm trying to see if I can pull up like a quick plot. It's not quick at all. Tell me about this quick plot. Twenty sixty five Earth is infested by alien life forms known as phantoms. The end. The physical That's contact of phantoms it consumes the Gaia spirit of living beings, killing them instantly. So it's basically this squadron of people are trying to stop this alien infestation. So that way, the Gaia stream of like what gives life and consciousness and stuff is able to you know live and thrive mm-hmm. on because these aliens are trying to kill it off and feed off of it. This this came out around the same time as the Animatrix, maybe. Uh, I feel like as I'm like the yeah, same probably like about technology the same. level. Yep. If I remembered right yeah, from it all. Probably roughly hmm. around the same Steve time. Steve Buscemi voiced uh, a Ming-Na Wen, an Alec Baldwin, Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. James Woods, Ving Rhames. Yep. I don't know who Perry Gilpin is, but I know everyone else on that list. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Let's That's see, what, let's let's see, see who, who Perry Gilpin who is. Who the then. heck is Perry Gilpin? Oh, he's done a bunch. He's, he's, he's not done a bunch. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> he's was, got a lot of TV was, yeah. under his belt. A lot of one-offs. Uh-huh. That's, that's all it is, is one-offs. He's got 40 episodes of Make It or Break It. Damn. He must have been important there. 40 episodes. Can you imagine? Who would have done 40 episodes of anything? That's so stupid. <laughs> Ugh, that's gross. Especially for talking for three hours and eight minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is once I put the intro and everything on there, it'll be even longer than that so nobody will actually be at three hours and eight minutes and 41 seconds we are right now we're living in the moment we are currently in the moment you are correct you have anything else that you want to plug or talk um, about uh no i do you have any other show dates or anything that's past the the 11th of um, november we got a date coming up in december we got a december date for okay. uh von jacob vineyards as well Goodness. Uh, nice. they, they they're having us for that um it is the first saturday i think i don't have a calendar in front of me well, you're putting me on the spot, Justy. I'll look it up here. Can look. I call you Justy? I just did. <laughs> if you want to, I guess. <laughs> Justy. Uh, let's see. On, yeah, December, uh, Saturday, December 7th. We'll <gasps> it's be Pearl Harbor Day and my mom's birthday. Oh, we'll celebrate. I'll sing her happy birthday. And something about when episode 20 of IFNZ podcast came out <laughs> last year. Is it really? Because I remember that was the first time I think I made a video promotion. Oh, okay. I remember saying, like, because it was the day that the thing I said was... Um, 
Happy Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> Happy Smash Brothers Day, because that was the day that they announced like the full the lineup and then stuff like that. And also, happy birthday to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, so we'll be playing there, 3.30 to 6.30. Um, all your favorite 90s covers, of course. So uh, I hope uh, we can get some people to come out and enjoy uh, all that with us. Nice. Yes. I like it. I uh, feel New Zealand. I feel New Zealand, too.